Hey, Cody. Hey, Jordan. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm, you know, I'm, I, you know, I, I, I was a little upset actually, because you know what I feel like? I feel like I don't have enough comics in you my life. You don't have enough comics in your no, life? No, I don't. You know what? I have a lot of graphic novels, not a lot of comics. That's sad. Do you have enough comics? I could always use more comics. Could you use more boxes? I move all the time, so yes, I could use boxes. Well, what if I told you there was a website that'll give you a bunch of comics in a bunch of boxes? Boy, howdy, that sounds amazing. That's right, Cody. Golly gee, where can I get this? If you go to comicbento.com, they will set you up with pro with, with a whole bunch of super awesome comics. You can get them, you subscribe to them, they'll send you monthly comics, and check this out, you use the promo code CGMAG, put that in all caps, that's very important. You can get $5 off any Comic Bento subscription, not just, you know, the main ones, like anyone. How do they even get money for this? I don't know. They have to be losing money on this because these deals, they are too hot. They are too hot to trot. They are too hot to handle. This is like, this is like, like Icarus flying too close to the sun. They're going to get burnt. You know what I'm going to do? Go home and do this. I'm going to go home, log on to comicbento.com, type in the promo code CGMAG in all caps, and get $5 off a Comic Bento subscription. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go home, probably have a snack, maybe take a bath, um, sleep for like 12 hours. And then when I wake up, probably going to play some more Uncharted 2. And then I'm going to go on to ComicBento.com and do exactly what you said to do. That sounds like, like quite the evening for you. Yes. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 203 of Pixels and in Ink, brought to you by Comics Gaming Magazine. I am your host this week, Cody Orm. How's everyone doing? I'm doing just fine. I'm okay. Just cracked a bottle of day wine, so I'm doing good. <laughs> nice. You gotta get a box of day wine. I'm not that trashy. I mean, I'm hovering on the line, but I'm not that bad. Ah. <laughs> so today on the podcast, we've got the, the luscious co-hosts. Luscious. Yeah. Yeah, the I, most I listened, luscious I of all last the week. lusciousnesses. Jordan well, Biordi. Yeah. Is it luscious because you're furry? Yeah. Okay. Luscious because I'm just, you know, a sexual tiger. Oh, God. <laughs> Sitting across from me, we got our, our movie expert, Phil Brown. That's me. And uh, from, over Skype... On the Joining other us end from of the, the world, from the wonderful land of, uh, uh, where is he from? Oh, Vancouver or some shit? Nelson, BC. We got we got uh, one of our editors, Brendan Quinn. Hello, everybody. Hey, it's been a while since he's been on. Yeah, well, I've been working, but I decided to take the day off because I have other things I have to do, like this, you know, yeah. important stuff. The the, the 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 important things in life. What? <laughs> Phil keeps messing with the friggin' audio thing. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Turn it back up so we can actually hear the guy. Oh, no, we all can. It's you. You're oh, you're just messing with yeah, me. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. so. You are the biggest piece of crap <laughs> I've ever known no, no, in no, my no, life. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, no, fuck with that one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> can we, like, back, I put it back to take this away level. from him, Cody? All right. So. No, 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 no. All right. So we're going to just cut that out, maybe. Probably yeah, not. Because I don't know. Because Phil just messed the whole thing up anyway so uh, <laughs> i believe we've got some Jump, game news jumping ahead yeah uh so what do we got i'm gonna think off the top of my head here well big big news story um disney shut down disney infinity 
they are closing down that whole sh shebang. Like, there's not going to be another Disney. Oh, they are, no. They are canceling Disney Infinity. Yeah. They you apparently, know, they claim that it's not a mon enough of a money-making investment for them to keep, like, doing it, which is weird. Yeah, I don't it's get not, that. Because with all those figures and everything, surely they're making... You know, uh, of course they are. I was they actually talking to um, a rep uh, from, I believe it was Microsoft at uh, the the retail store that cannot be named, mm -hmm. um, and uh, he was saying that like it costs a lot to just like make a concept for one of those figures because they actually send them out to the actors and so does this look like you? Is this what you want? And then like Johnny Depp would be like, no, my rings were green and orange in Pirates of the Caribbean. And yeah, yeah, all that jazz. And is that cool? Um, so it, it actually is a little more costly than something like Skylanders, where it probably costs them like 30 cents to make a mold for something. Right. Even so, it felt like they were doing well. Uh, they had from, to have been. From what I've seen, uh, it never sold fantastically. Uh, it was easily the number three of the big... Uh, Toys to Life that came out right. this year and, and it was always a distant second to Skylanders. Supposedly too like this is going to cost them now like something like 147 million dollars like that's what they're going to lose by shutting down this, that's crazy. this thing so it's like yeah I, I can't imagine that they were losing money on Skyland or on uh, Disney Infinity mm. but I don't know I was reading kind of an interesting article today too that kind of just said something like that Disney like mm. just as like the corporation doesn't get video games, which would yeah. make sense. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like, that. releasing that as a yearly yeah. installment works for, I think, someone like Sky like Skylanders. But I mean, Disney Infinity, it's not a new game every time. You know, like it is, but it's no. You but that's not easily, the point if, of it, if right? They would have released it as like a you know like bi yearly or even like have like three years in between. Uh, I think they would do a lot better. But people are dropping like close to a hundred dollars every year on a game that's actually pretty disjointed. Mm. Um, well, it works for EA's entire sports line. <laughs> like, I mean, those games aren't that much different every year, and they're still full-price games that people lap up. Yeah, but you're not spending uh, an additional, like, probably three sure. or $400 a year on new figures. No, and but I feel like that that's the, the whole point of, Di of Disney Infinity is to be, like, a big toy box you know what i mean it's like you buy the toys and you get to play with them in your little virtual world and you get to like build your own little stuff it's like i'd say it's more akin to like like having legos right you buy new like lego figures and you have this one big lego set that you get to constantly add on to yeah well i mean i'm not gonna really no i mean i i, I disney it, infinity the only thing that upsets me is that like they announced that they're shutting it down like a month after they finally brought out like Tron stuff. Uh, so I was like, all right, uh, now I have a reason to actually get Disney they had Infinity. Tron stuff for a while. It was like a big hidden thing. Like they didn't have any figures. They didn't have any of those like playground uh, discs. They, they did. They were. I, I know. I, I know. Remember that, specifically putting out Tron figures at the release. Of that was like not. That was like I only saw them in stores, dude. Honestly, like, uh, I don't know, a couple months ago, and yeah, I got excited been about it. closer to, like, October, November, because I remember putting them out. Well, man. maybe they that was the time, but it wasn't that long ago. Anyway, uh, I think this is kind of telling of uh, the Toy Story genre in general. People don't want to buy these things all the time. They don't want to be dropping close to $1,000 every year on uh, uh, games that... Uh, there's going to be a new one every year, and, like, it's it's not... A wise investment. Well, not a new. And even kids aren't even 
like Skylanders sales dropped this year compared to last year and it's steadily been declining well I don't know man I, I it's like because that's the thing about it is that it's not like they put out a new like version of Disney Infinity every year right yeah, they it just is. they sort of yeah, it's a new year. It's, it's not like a new year. like disc. Yeah, no, much, it's a yeah. new game every year, dude. With a new uh, like characters from like 3.0 won't work on 2.0 or 1.0. Oh really? It's oh, a new I game every that. year. That's a yeah. bummer. So yeah. yeah, it's damn. it's and parents get pissed. Yeah, which is well, no like doubt. Last forever. Yeah. Brendan, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I mean, I'm obviously, I'm not super well versed in the. Okay. You still there? <laughs> you still there, Brendan? Oh yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. Sorry. You know what? Phil's having a little bit of fun, so I'm gonna no, have I fun. I was completely. I'm, I'm having fun, a little fun right now, because I, you know, it's it seems it seems mysterious that I keep uh, losing Brendan oh, on, on my on end. Yeah, no. I yeah, because I shut the volume off altogether. Oh. <laughs> oh wow! Nobody wants to hear me. Oh, eh? Well, that's no. Fine, it's Phil's being a dick, and he's messing with my audio thing, so like he's he's shutting it off, so only I can't hear you. What are you talking about? I did that once. I you keep doing it. it. No. All right, let's no. stop this. That's it. I'm taking um, this away. Right, the way right, right. I'm taking this away. <laughs> this is over here. The the way I see it though is uh, it's very similar to um, like the rhythm genre, where. Uh, oh God. Yeah, which one is it? That's the question, isn't it? Uh, it's very similar to like the rhythm genre where people didn't want to keep dropping hundreds of dollars on plastic guitars and stuff like that. Yeah, I th I think that's true, but I mean like. <clears throat> they were I don't know they weren't like you didn't need to go out and buy a thousand guitars for her right they weren't and it was not like they were like totally no I'm just saying it's a fad that's wearing yeah out. it's a thing that burns itself out you think yeah, yeah. well then yeah, absolutely then Nintendo got on the, this train a little well I mean you like Nintendo does a little no, too late well the thing is with with Amiibo uh, because there's no dedicated platform for it all you need is the Wii U or the 3DS um, they sell a lot better because it's not like, oh, I have to buy a new whatever. It's just like, oh, this is an addition to something that I have. So the Amiibos are actually designed a little more intelligently with a little bit more long-term thinking attached to it. Yeah. Well, sure. Nintendo has that option. Disney doesn't. Nintendo has their own console. Yeah. Like, you don't have to buy a game every year because they go, yeah, buy this console. And, of course, our characters, our toys are going to work on this. Disney can't be like that. Like, they have to release the game, I guess, if they want to make money. Unless it was like... You can use these in Epic Mickey 3. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, they could have at least just had, like, unique, like, figures that work from game to game and then unique ones for each new release rather mm -hmm. than making yeah, it exactly. top to bottom. That's pretty anti-consumer and just silly. That was a little dickish. Yeah, well, well, whatever. We, we, we mourn for their potential, you know, loss. But... On, on a little bit of a brighter note... Yeah, what's coming guys, back? Did you guys hear that uh, Sega is contemplating release releasing a Shenmue 1 and 2 HD remastered? Uh, what What is that? I don't even know. You don't know what Shenmue is? Shenmue's like the greatest. Well, oh, I've never played it, and I actually have. <laughs> oh, so here cast. it comes. You don't know what Shenmue is? Never no, played but it honestly, <laughs> in, in gaming circles, it's a pretty like famous title yeah for creating like not creating but really bringing the whole idea of an open world rpg where you do you. mundane day-to-day -day tasks that's it sounds a little bit like animal crossing to me without the animals I guess kind of um the thing with shenmue is that uh the series was planned to be like a huge it was like a four or five game saga yeah and um sega ran out of money 
Like they just they couldn't do it. They weren't making enough Sonics. That was the problem. <laughs> yeah. No. <it laughs> or was... they were making too many Sonics, and well, I mean, intelligent people got sick of it. <laughs> uh, excuse me, sir. The last Sonic that would have come out before Sega's downfall would have been Sonic Two, which was like the, the best Sonic ever made. Well, that's not, really. not true. They had they several had... more on the Genesis, and yeah. that was before the Saturn and before the Dreamcast. You did like, not like Sonic not. Adventures Two with Shadow the Hedgehog. You could play as Dr. Robotnik. Do not steal. (laughs) (laughs) Nipples the enchilada. (laughs) Um, But, uh, oh God. Okay, sorry. There was a pigeon and it looked like it was going to fly into our office. Um, Yeah, no. Oh, the horror. Yeah, no, it was flying right through. I saw a bird fly into a window the other day and it made me so sad because it like got up and tried to fly off like nothing happened. (laughs) And I knew. Well, no, because, okay, so uh, Brendan, you might not know this, but like there's there's like a turf war going on right across, like in the window, still across from our office. Of so, pigeons? Yeah, so there's these two pigeons that are always fighting. So I'm like scared oh, really? that it's going to like come into you. Why aren't yeah. you doing work That's when you're awesome. here? <laughs> because there's pigeons fighting outside. <laughs> yeah, you're all concerned. <laughs> One of them might pull out a gat. <laughs> anyway, um, but no, uh, the, the Shenmue has a really interesting backstory because it was meant to be this huge thing um, and Sega ran out of money it was it was um, one of the most expensively produced games uh, at, at its time because it was uh, it was so large and expansive for its time but uh, they they just ran out of money they couldn't produce a third one and then on that faithful the fateful e3 night, you you Suzuki walked out and was like Shenmue three and grown men cried. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're all a bunch screamed. of uh, you're all um, a bunch of man children. Aren't and you? now with all that hype, yeah, we write for a video game magazine. Yeah, well, man, <laughs> exactly. come on, that's cool. You have an amiibo collection. Yeah, so. <laughs> What's your point, Phil? You're call us man children? Yeah. You have multiple Mario action figures in your house right now? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. At least I'm getting day drunk like a real man. <laughs> I'll have you know, I was getting day drunk a couple days ago. Um, oh, shit. I know, right? Back up. Back, I don't yeah. slow it down. You know, it was the day I wasn't here. I went to, uh, went to, I went to dog sit for my sister, and she had a nice little bottle of gin out, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to be a proper journalist, and... Make my have a nice GT while I write my work. Mm-hmm. And How'd that work out for you? Uh, pretty good actually. I didn't make. I made it perfectly. It was so nice. I it was. This. It wasn't until the last Thursday that that she asked me to go like by the house because her house is like just like down the street from here. Right. So she asked me to go by like to take my dog out for a walk because she wasn't gonna be home. And I was yeah. like, you know what? Okay. While I'm there, I'll like do some editing and stuff like that. And yeah, made myself another little GNT. And because I hadn't eaten all day, I got hammered. I don't think anyone really wants to hear about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, getting less interesting. Anyway, in with Shenmue 3 coming out, it would be You're still uh, talking incredibly about uh, stupid of Sega to not even consider the possibility of cashing in on this. It broke Kickstarter for like an hour. Well, and surely it can't take much from a like a designer programming perspective to just re-release them. Well, what what um what the person was saying because it was on like a YouTube thing for Sega Europe. What he was saying was that they don't want to just like throw an HD port out. They want to like fix it up to make it of the quality mm-hmm. the games were when they were released. Uh, what scares me there is that like Sega's not really known for their quality. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, like ninety-two. Yeah, so I, I'm a little. <laughs> they I'm a started. Little they started working on Sonic Boom. What, like a day before release? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this should be out in about a year and a half. But it's supposed to be out tomorrow. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I'm excited. Uh, we love you. We got, Sega. Do we got any, got any more? 
Yeah, what do you guys think of the Battlefield 1 announcement? Oh, that looks so cool. I, you know, I'm excited for it conceptually. Not enough uh, shooters ever looked into World War One. Well, mean, there's mm -hmm. a really good reason for that. Well, yeah, because it's four years, combat was mostly static, and the weapons they were using up until maybe the last year were, like, single-shot rifles, mounted machine guns, and cannons. Like, well, that's it. Plus, it was kind of a war that was, like, but, mostly but fought through bad decisions from people who never saw the battlefield. Well, yeah, but I mean, yeah, I could still make for entertaining gameplay if, like, the weapons and the mechanics were there, but, I mean, I think... DICE is really going to have to, I don't know how they're going to tread that line of making it, you know, sort of faithful to what combat was actually late, but also making it fun in a Battlefield game. My, my, I have two theories here. I probably um, have the same theory as you. One is that it's DICE and uh, <laughs> they're, they're not <laughs> going to make a good game or two. <laughs> Uh, they're just not going to be faithful. To, it's going to uh, be some alternate Well, they history can't be. Fiction. I mean, that's a huge restriction there. Yeah. But I mean, I like the I like the the trailer looked really pretty. But I mean, mm -hmm. we've got to be careful with that kind of stuff. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, the trailer the trailer was nothing great. but like vertical slice, you know, pre made like visuals. Yeah, it was all it, it, no, it wasn't. There was nothing no about it looked like it was actual gameplay. So, um, but man, seeing that zeppelin at the end was let me cool. Fly zeppelin. Cool. Yeah, around. and honestly, the air combat could be a blast. Like oh, yeah. biplanes, mm -hmm. machine guns, yeah. taking pot shots with your pistol. I'm, um, but it's also like. American audiences want American heroes and American soldiers, and the Americans weren't there until, like, the last year of the war. And even then, you know, the last six months were only when they were major combat operations. So how are you going to focus on keeping your American audience happy while making a game that primarily was British, French, and German? Well, I feel like... Because it'll be about when the Americans join in and they had all the better weapons you were talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, it's going to be the last year of the war. <laughs> so they're just skipping over no, all yeah. the important I feel stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. Getting... I feel like there's an audience that would uh, <laughs> that would like to see... Because, I mean, you didn't just solely play as Americans in... Uh, uh, like the old Call of Duty games and stuff like that. Like that was a big did. part of it, but there was a lot of like British missions and stuff like that. And I think that's yeah, that's a good point. And they have said that they're like, this has been brought up to Dice like through Twitter and stuff, and they've said like, don't worry, we're it's a world war. We're looking at it from all perspectives. Blah blah blah. So yeah, we'll see what happens. I guess. Yeah, it looks uh, it looks fun. Uh, well, I mean, not fun. It looks interesting at least from a. Design well, it's the first time I've been interested in like a multiplayer shooter since maybe Modern Warfare 2. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's a genre that I have not played in years at this point, and that's got me interested. Yeah. Speaking of which, you okay? One second. Sorry, you just turned me up. Okay, that, that's what I meant too. to do. Um, Brandon, get really excited about something. <laughs> I'm sort of excited about uh, Battlefield One. Don't work. Um, I forgot what I was going to say now because oh yeah, speaking of uh, of Call of Duty. You guys, uh, you guys excited to play Modern Warfare? Did you do it in the bathroom? Just, I uh, would be if they weren't <laughs> making me buy Call of Duty slash Halo in space just to play. Yeah, it. <laughs> that's that's that was what I was gonna get into. That's like a really shady thing, but at the same time, like they're gonna release it as a single. Eventually. Yeah, like when when like yeah. they realize like okay we've we've tapped this for as much as it can. And now, well, it's like, the most we gotta... dislike gaming trailer in history because people are so cheesed about it. I mean, again, having said that I haven't played a multiplayer shooter in ages, I'd love to just, like, have a round of Crash one more time. <laughs> but I'm not spending 60 bucks on Call of Duty to play that. Yeah. No, it's, uh... 
I, I mean, I liked the last one. I, I reviewed um, Black Ops 3, and I, mm-hmm. I really dug it. Uh, but I don't know. Who's who's developing this one? Is it... Pretty sure it's still... This is um, active. Treyarch, yeah. yeah. No, that's that's a publisher. Oh. But there's three developers, and Treyarch oh. did the last one. Uh, I have no one idea. Second. Let's... Well, while Cody finds this other stuff uh, in other news, Battlefront 2 got a release, or got an announcement. They're, they're making it. You mean Star Wars Battlefront? Yeah. yeah. That's what I said, Battlefront. Wait. 2. Kinda, what? I like branded. Didn't Not it really. just be anything? <laughs> How many Battlefronts like do you know away. about? What the hell, guys? Why can't you just wait? Because it's exciting. They They've only no. released one of like the four DLC packs or whatever. Well, that, all the rest of the DLC is going to head into the next game, so you got that to look forward to. Well, I'm uh, I'm I'm up for it as long as they have like single player this time. That'd be nice. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Maybe yeah. they will. I'm not gonna. That's I'm not gonna hold work. my breath for it. Oh, it's Infinity Ward. Yeah, and I don't know. Infinity Ward hasn't ever since they had that like great purge of it was like three or four years ago. The Infinity Ward hasn't been making uh, the most top of the line Call of Duty games. Treyarch's really stepped their game up. But uh, if we're going back to Battlefront, yeah, that's is. I, I assume it would be a few years off, right? Uh, let me see. I don't know. There's a new Star EA. Wars movie coming out at Christmas. It would only make sense. But yeah, that I can. I can. Maybe they're waiting for the Neo. No, it says. The... Uh, it says here. Uh, sorry to cut you off, there, Brendan. It says that the sequels do planned for next year. Yeah. So they're probably going to release it to coincide with the uh, movie. Gross. Yeah, and they probably just have the one player that they didn't have time to finish last time ready to go on this one. This well, is going to be a yearly not do it installment again. thing. Is, and yeah. again, it might be like a 4K release for the Neo and the whatever next Xbox thing. True. That's right. Gross. For all, for all three people who are going to buy those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no shit. So they're going to get excited about that. <laughs> See, this was the sh- stuff I was worried about, like, when EA got, like, the majority of Star Wars game licensing rights. Yeah. This, this kind of bullcrap, pump out as much as we can, maximize profits, minimize quality crap. Triple, uh, triple EA, man. They still have that one coming by the Uncharted director, though. I'm psyched for that. That'll be good. That could be cool, yeah. yeah. Which game is this? Uh, it's on... They've never, like, given it a title or project, okay. but the, like, director who did Uncharted 2 and 3 got poached off 4. That's why The Last of Us people made 4, and she's been oh. working on a secret Star Wars game for, like, 3-4 years now. So oh, whatever. Cool. I mean, I'm not big on stories and games, but, uh... The Uncharted series has always hooked me like, cinematically. So totally, yeah. And Star Wars, like that's cool. That'd be fantastic. That. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. Do um, we got any other? Uh, let's see. Do I see any news? Phil- Civil War three or Civil War doing seven hundred million opening weekend. That's pretty friggin' huge. Yeah, yeah that's the, but let, let Phil let Phil talk about that. That's his that's I didn't his even domain. Have that in my list. So um, oh, there you go. I guess the last the last little bit of interesting news that came out was. Um, Hideo Kojima announcing he was actually like he's got a game coming out. He's got a triple A action game coming out for uh Wasn't that announced when he I th- after he, Metal Gear last time and all that it? controversy? Sorry for, for that. He, uh, no, he, go anou- ahead. he announced it. I think this is the first time he said like I think what the actual story was that he said that this is actually gonna be like if you like triple A action games, you're gonna like this. Yeah. Mm. Which I mean is super vague and doesn't mean anything. And he ca- like, and the like the what but like the thing that uh interests me a little bit is like because he said that like the new logo that he has is going to be like somehow incorporated into the game so that makes me think it could possibly be like something medieval because his his, his logo is like a knight that'd be cool plastic shift liquid 
I don't know. It's Metal Gear Solid. Oh. Like, you would all... <laughs> oh, I gotcha. Plastic... Uh... <laughs> oh, it should be plastic cog liquid. <laughs> yeah. No, that works better. I just want him to announce scary game, quiet mountains. Ah, <laughs> uh, the PT or yeah, whatever. Yeah, he needs to yeah, get on making plateau. that. <laughs> yeah. You've been going on about that since, like, it came out, honestly. Dude, like, it is yeah. fantastic. It's not only is it, like, an incredible feat of game design, but it's also, like, the scariest thing I've ever mm -hmm. played in my life. Well, I wonder if he's going to, if this game will have any uh, anything featuring... Del Toro. No, maybe. Because like they've been, so. they're like they've best friends and they hang out. But that guy, Del Toro, always has at least like twenty-five different projects he's working on at once. So yeah, yeah. What happened to Mountains of Madness? Deal. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's always working on. He's got some like Merman movies working on now. Nice. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks spooky. Pretty. I was just gonna say it's gonna look cool. Oh yeah, sure, it'll look but... cool for sure. But I mean, that's one of like you know twenty-seven. Like things. Merman and Barnacle Boy. No, oh, it's like Mermaid Man. A, <laughs> no, like about a merman. Oh, okay. Oh. In it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm down. I'm down what for is, that. It's gonna be all weird and Pan's labyrinthy and horrible. Yeah, it'll, it's gonna be a tragic love story, and I think Michael Shannon's gonna be in it. So I'm nice. nice. Yeah. Love Michael me some Michael awesome. Shannon. Oh yeah, he's the best. Did you guys ever see him read that like sorority girl letter? Yeah. That no, was funny. I never no. did. Oh. Fuck, it killed me. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was Basically, funny. Jordan, this sorority girl wrote a huge letter to the members in her sorority, like blasting them for, you know, doing all these things wrong or whatever. And Michael Shannon reads it out loud, sitting on a couch in like a dark room, just with his intensity. And it, yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> I have to look that up. <laughs> who saw the um, Who saw the Ryan Gosling uh, and Will Ferrell Trump knives thing on Kimmel? I didn't. That no. was funny. That mm -mm. was so. Look it up. It's so funny. Let's not get political here. Oh no! It was just it was just Will Ferrell. Like I wish Will Ferrell would just start crashing, like un totally unannounced, just start crashing like talk shows at night because oh. he is just one of the funniest people ever. Yeah. Well, I think the thing about Will Ferrell is that he doesn't do it a lot. That's why he's still funny. Mm -hmm. True. <laughs> well, no, because he no, because he's like he's always I'm always seeing like weird Will Ferrell things showing up yeah, on like whenever well, he does all that uh, funnier die stuff, and he's always on doing talk show things as well yeah whenever a new movie comes out yeah yeah but and, I, I, like, and the stuff he does like he writes it and prepares it okay you know? i mean he can't just show up so i would i would like him to write and prepare it and then just show up and like not let anyone know what he's up he to he used to do that he did that on conan all the time oh did he mm -hmm. yeah, oh yeah, man yeah. that was the first, first few times i saw him was he just he peed his pants at one time like a leprechaun costume or something yeah 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 the leprechaun costume was gross that was really gross man what's with actors and just like screwing with conan i don't know who's that who's the one that kept with him Oh, okay. Like, who's the one that kept, like, every time he had a new movie and he was on Conan, he would, like, play that certain clip of, like, some random... Paul Rudd. He's Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, Rudd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From say. Mac and Me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He still does it. It's great. I love it. It's been, like, yeah. almost they, like, 20 years of him Ant -Man doing that. Out, they, like, CGI'd Ant-Man into the clip. <laughs> it was great. I have to look this stuff up, You've man. You've never seen that No, before? I haven't. It's actually. ridiculous. It's every time. Yeah, he's like, been doing it, like, since, like, 1995. Yeah, and, it's like... Crazy. Every time he's like, we've gotten people to look it over so this won't happen. And then, like, it happens, and he's just like, you just see Conan just sitting there, like, God damn it. Like. <laughs> oh, man. That's good stuff. All right, Phil, All right, give us the movie news. news. All right. So, yeah, first up, um, yeah, uh, so Ben Affleck has now been named the executive producer of the Justice League movie that's currently filming. Great. He's apparently, like, in charge of post production. Like, Zack Snyder's not even going to be in charge of editing. 
Nice. Well, that's, that's good. For that, the best. Is that good? That I, sounds like a recipe for disaster. One well, movie should have one director. You shouldn't have the star of the movie with more power than the guy trying to get the I feel like made. if the star of the movie has a more clear vision of how to make the movie, let possible? him be in charge. How could Ben Affleck possibly have a more clear version of the movie Zack Snyder's been working on for three years? Probably because um, Ben Affleck's ego. better at making yeah. this movies. This is just ego nonsense. I don't I'm know, because saying. I saw Batman v Superman and <laughs> Zack Snyder. <laughs> I'm not saying that Batman v Superman wasn't a mess. I'm just saying the problem with Batman v Superman was too many people trying to do too many things. And I think having two directors with two vastly different plans mm-hmm. is a way to ensure the Justice League will be worse. I what? feel like you the Justice just League. Do it, do it like the Romans used to do with their consoles. Have one guy direct one day and then the other guy directs the next yeah. day. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Done. It's a mess. What I, I think, think a mess. is that Ben Affleck makes better movies so we should have him in charge. I don't see of why he wasn't just signed on to I direct. Even, I didn't even know about if he makes because they had Justice League planned to start shooting three days after he, Batman versus Superman. He came made, out. but I thought Argo. I thought yeah, I heard Argo's fine, but it's like really good. It's I, good will hunting. Come on, yeah. he didn't did direct he do, that. Did he that direct? Oh, he that. didn't direct that. Did he direct, oh, he wrote it. Yeah, he wrote it. did he direct? Yeah, my mistake. The town. Yeah, he did the town. Now I thought I heard yeah, these movies are fine, but these aren't like masterpieces. Oh, I thought I Zack heard that Snyder's known for. Oh yeah, yeah, no, they're better than Zack. You know Snyder. what? I don't, <laughs> don't get me wrong. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, like, like being like, oh, these are in trouble. We need a visionary. Get Ben Affleck is not really, <laughs> I think, what's gonna help. Well, I mean, Ben Affleck stuff. seems like really ambitious about all this. He's like writing his own Batman screenplay yeah, he wrote a, it and he's yeah, like because he's a nut snorting coke in his mansion trying to yes. figure out how to be a superstar i mean he just he wants though? to be in a superhero yeah. movie that isn't terrible yeah i think that's i think that's the thing like he's 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 driven he doesn't want another uh another well he's had daredevil, daredevil. he's had batman versus superman and even after daredevil he's like i'm never doing that again never a superhero movie yeah i'm sorry but if someone ever knocks on your door and it's like you want you're batman like you take it yeah, yeah. You say yes. oh, yeah i can understand but I just, I, I don't know. I thought initially yeah. he was signed on to direct the Justice League with the caveat that he had to play Batman and he turned it down at the time. This was like like years ago. No, 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 no. It was Batman. That was always the plan. He was going to get to direct his own Batman movie. When well, I thought, I thought it was like, because they weren't like, rumors were that they weren't actually going to do Batman v Superman. Warner Bros. was just going to do Justice League and they wanted Ben Affleck to direct with the caveat that he played Superman. Yeah, Batman. and he, I, think, I think I remember that. And that was, I think no, it was about the time he started working idea. on The Town. Well, because that was a stupid idea. Like, why would you just make a, a Justice League movie with no buildup or nothing to it? Like, Here's a better idea. Let's make a Batman fighting yeah, Superman no, movie. A project. That was gonna Dude, be a Batman versus Superman fighting movie until it came out and sucked sounded amazing. Brendan, yeah. I got, It's not the concept that's broken. Yeah, it is the concept because Batman fighting Superman is a scene in a movie. It's not an entire movie. I disagree. Yeah, no. Oh, I, I disagree too. I mean, if they, all three of you are wrong. The reason a movie with Batman fighting Superman couldn't have been great. It's just it had couldn't absolutely make, make like, that make that three you, hours film go. <laughs> well, it didn't that's have another three hours. <laughs> One shouldn't have been three hours. <laughs> yeah, make that a ninety minutes go. <laughs> Fine, give me two hundred million dollars. No, then I'm not doing. Plus, it. I mean, I haven't seen the movie, but I've heard rather favorable reviews of Affleck's portrayal. Oh, yeah, yeah Batman, it's fine. As it Batman. seems to be the only thing people get out of the movie. Oh, like everything sure. sucked. It was edited poorly. It was too long. Wonder blah, blah, Woman blah, was but cool. Batman was sick. Oh yeah, no, he was the best part certainly. But I just think like you know they're already stuck with this aesthetic yeah. of the universe and da da da. Like it's it's pretty hard to fix a, a train that's already in the middle of a crash. Yeah. You know I mean? Well, like they were they're trying to do that with Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad, right? Yeah, like I once know. everybody ripped Batman versus Superman 
time for being too dark and grim and unhappy. They're like, oh no, don't worry, there's more jokes. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, and I'm not too concerned. I'm. I don't think Suicide Squad's gonna be very good either. No, I don't think so either. These trailers that everyone loves. They, everyone knows that they're just edited like the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer, yeah. right? Like yeah. people have noticed yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So come on. Give me a And break. that's my biggest problem with it because they keep showing like and I don't know if this is like a wrong thing to say, but the reason I don't like it is because of Harley Quinn. Because she looks like a terrible character, and they're completely missing the point of why she's a compelling character. You don't know that yet, though. Yes, I do, because every trailer that shows her, she's all like, hey, I'm the fun one. Wee! I'm kind of nuts. Like, I'm in Sucker Punch. To be fair, that I is know, but Harley the whole... Quinn's like. No, Harley Quinn is is a compelling character because she's, she's got such a... Yeah. We don't know. If, yeah, I agree with Cody on this one. It's you too early to judge. Yeah, that. so do I. I. It's too early to tell, but on the same token, that's what we were just talking about, how trailers are deceiving. Yeah. Like, you can make a cool trailer for... A shitty movie. Oh, for sure. It's the aesthetic that I think is a bad sign. They hired... I'm calling it now, though. I yeah, mean... even the first trailer compared to the next one was still that dark and like serious. I'm interested to see Jared Leto. I'm not. That's the big thing. I that would... is going to be either everybody's going to come out and be like, holy crap, that was amazing, or called it, it was terrible. He like, looks like no he's dressed ground. up like Marilyn Manson doing his best Heath Ledger Joker impersonation. It's... No, but again, like, go back right before Dark Knight came out. Everybody was talking shit about Ledger being Joker, and it they blew everybody away. They, they, they were talking about that until you even just saw an image of the Heath Ledger Joker, and then everyone shut up. This is different. No, I remember, oh, okay. I remember when they showed Heath Ledger as a Joker, and people were like, that's not what the Joker looks like. Really? But I, I feel like no, that, I remember it completely differently. It's something I mean, that I, I, I don't remember what? at all, to be honest. Yeah. You know what? I was in like high school. Yeah, so I would so I don't remember like any of the controversy around Heath Ledger, but I could kind of understand it because like oh, up until that point, like Heath Ledger was kind of known as like a heartthrob kind of guy, yeah, right? Of like that's the whole thing. Brokeback Mountain. Exactly. So you didn't put casting him as the Joker seemed like a really weird choice just based on his filmography. Yeah. It, hey, look, if I'll be thrilled if Suicide Squad is great, but it's it's not. Let's not hold our breath. Sorry, mm-hmm. Cody. Um, I'm calling it. I'm calling it right now, though, for great. the record. <laughs> Let's let me let me like clear some things up. Yeah. I uh, first off, I'm fully aware of all the problems with Batman versus Superman. That doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it. Suicide Squad. Same thing. I'm very mm. aware of all the problems with it. I feel like I'm going to have fun with it. Disclaimer, yeah. Cody's opinions do not reflect that of CG Magazine. Yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm I don't know. iffy. I feel like I, like I do think it, it has a better shot than Batman v Superman, but I, I still am iffy on it. I also just don't really love that David Iyer, who they got to do it that much. He's fine, but he's not like... Same deal. They're just kind of like middle-of-the-road filmmakers they're hiring to do this. Yeah, I feel like if you're going to do it, like, go all out. Wasn't Christopher Nolan, like, the keeper of the DC... You, I mean, he has his uh, he gets executive uh, producer credits and fat checks, if that's what you mean. So, why don't they like don't use his brain for good? <laughs> because, you know what, the go care. back he and, and the money. I'm sorry, go back and watch the Dark Knight trilogy. The, the later two movies are kind of okay, okay, eh. that's crazy. The Dark, yeah, Knight I'm not, going, I don't eh, even. Huh? Okay, okay. Here I'm we choking go. on my own rage here. I'll give you this. It's not the Super Mario Brothers movie. No, it's not. <laughs> You're right. Moving on. It's not fun or next good. Next news story. <laughs> uh, so uh, the next X-Men movie will be set in the 90s. They nice. Made that hey. Which I'm the for only 90s. if the trailer has the theme song from Absolutely. And everybody rushing in like a line of combat. Yeah, yeah. But that being said, I've seen Apocalypse. 
and does it I'm suck? Not Everybody says it sucks. It's no, not, it's not like amazing, but it is a mess for sure. No, yeah, oh, no. the reviews I'm broke my heart, Fredo. Yeah, I know. I've been surprised at how harsh everything's been. I don't think it's that bad. Not not you know like what? Batman versus Superman, I but think... it is kind of like. But I wasn't crazy about Days of Future Past either. Like I thought what? that was a mess too. That's so good. No, no man, it was not. A, it was not a proper follow up to First Class. I think Days of Future Past was better than First Class. No, you're wrong, dude. Mess. You're I did not so like it. Wrong. First class is Just because friggin' great. what's Banshee like was in, you're like, okay. who are all these? Super- I don't know who they are. You know what it was about First Me? Class? Yes, and Cody. The, I've been reading comics since before you were born, boy. Don't test my <laughs> uh, First Class, what bothered me was like, they went with like live action Beast. Yeah. And he looked like. He was like stuck out of time. He looked like he was from a '90s movie, almost. Like he looked like somebody attending a furry. No, nah, he looks yeah, like, like nah, he, he could he barely move like, his mouth. He looks and like, like the original Wolfman. I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah actually, that's yeah. a perfect description. That's what yeah, he yeah. but exactly. I mean, I never that movie him. came out in what 2011. Like, yeah, yeah, and it was set. And in the 60s. he looked like no. I'm saying like his actual like. Aesthetic, like the makeup, yeah, and, yeah the makeup yeah. job made oh, him. Oh, sorry, they didn't campy. make him all CGI, Cody. I'm not saying he had to be CGI. Just let him move his goddamn mouth. He looked like I didn't think it was that it, bad it in terms of mouth, the movement. And also, I like the whole campy tone to it. I love what Matthew Vaughn did to it. That's the problem with X Men Apocalypse is that the, it's too serious. Yeah, or yeah, not aware it's, of itself. It's way too. Yeah, Brian Singer that's, went way too hard with. That's the what the X Men movies are like, though. Even the first two, which are like the yeah, best ones. no it's Singer movies, though. Yeah. Singer movies. Rewind, yeah, yeah. Cody. But that's not that's not what they have to be. No, but that's what makes them different than what's out there. I don't know. But they're not. That's the thing. Yeah. First class was different because it it was certainly aware of itself, See, but it I had the added benefit of being in the '60s, where you could be a bit. To me, first class silly. feels a lot like a lot of bright, colorful, loud superhero movies that are out now so what do you yeah, want somber X-Men, sad yeah, x-men feels a lot like the dark somber superhero movies you know like yeah, the other X-Men 50%. Was, yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 exactly. what are we talking about before they they started that yeah but trend. x yeah, yeah because and, and, x-men came out in the 90s when every movie had to be like uh, yeah, that and ba- and no, batman was dark before as well but that doesn't mean that you can can't screw it up yeah, no, I'm just mm-hmm. saying. Like, yeah, I, just, I, I liked the tone that the movies were going. For. I agree. X Men Two is still my favorite. Yeah, but I think yep. First Class is almost as good. And I and what uh, I liked about Days of Future Past is it had it. I thought it had a nice balance of like being kind of somber and serious without taking it while still acknowledging the fact that it's a comic book. Movie. I like Days of Future Past because it retconned everything that X Men Three had. I mean, like, that helped too. That was yeah. certainly that was like that I just didn't love happen. seeing Blink. Who has been over the years kind of mocked for having a useless power? Like her power set kicked ass in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because all the de- all the writers were probably playing Portal, and we're like, wait a minute, like, <laughs> we could do these this. These are actually pretty cool abilities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Now, uh, is yeah, that is that the we'll movie we're going to be talking about? No, no, no. That doesn't come out for a few weeks. They've screened that super early. My guess is because after, like, the like critical shitstorm on Batman v Superman caused so much damage. My guess is Fox wanted to get all the reviews out of the way now and then when it came out, but I'm not playing that game. I'm going to talk shit about it when it comes out. <laughs> um, all right. And it's not, it's not like, it's watchable. And it has great, it has great moments. It's just more than anything else, it just feels like reruns. Like really? it just feels like they're doing a greatest hits reel. And like, yeah. like, I don't oh, know if you God. know, I don't know okay. if, I like, I don't know if you know this, but, uh, 
Jean Grey and uh, Cyclops. Yeah. Yeah, they fall in love. What? Yeah. No, dude, spoilers. Yeah. Come on. Sorry I know. for the. But that's presented as a big like thing that we're. I thought to be that she was to. gonna hook up with uh, Wolverine like at the end of the first oh, movie. Oh yeah, and he's in it. It's a mess. All right, next uh, up. Before before we move on, yeah. anytime I sell, I yell "Oh God!" over anyone. I know. It's I'm looking at. I just birds. want everyone to know there's pigeons outside. I'm looking at those pigeons and they're getting kind of aggressive. Yeah. All right. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah. No problem. So um, next up, uh, the, the Rock, Kevin Hart, and Jack Black have all signed on to star in a movie together, and that movie is Jumanji. Discuss. Uh, this already uh, sounds. Uh, you know what? I'm, as soon you know, as you know, said no. The Rock, Jack Black. I'm sorry. Awesome. I like no, two of those guys. The Rock, man. Who was, He's a real nice, genuine dude. Who was, according to the post my girlfriend shares. Who was <laughs> the third guy you said? Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Yeah. I like all three of those guys, so I'm okay I like with this. The Rock. To an extent, no. The Rock as is a great, man. Fan, I'm kind of sick of him, but as no. a, as as a like a box office draw, I get it. Have you not seen Pain and Gain? I have seen Pain and Gain. Pain and Gain is a whole yeah. other story. But for come a on, time. Pain he and Gain should not have been made. That was sure that's incredibly offensive. That's Those people I, that's are what, still alive. That's what I love about it. That's what um, I love about and they made it, it almost into like a comedy. Slight, yeah, that's what I love about it. It's, it's almost so like they're poking at him. It's so bad. Horrible. Like I can't believe I know, that. It's great. <laughs> I know. It's they have great. to watch that and be like, "This, this is us." This is, <laughs> we, well, no, we like the this. people that were affected by it are still alive. Like a lot of those families are who are still probably trying that's to recover love, from that's the fact. That's what I love about it. It's Michael Bay at his most tasteless. It's beautiful. Oh, God. It's beautiful. But you know what? I'm sorry. It was a great movie. It's a blast. It was a riot. Very fun movie, but. Uh, and the rock, come on! The rock is usually pretty like now, consistent. Now, do you feel yeah, like this star. Jumanji business is that's what I on a certain depth? Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, you think? Um, yeah, but at the same time, there's still there's so much bank and reboots. Yeah, movies yeah. that people liked in the '90s, like '90s nostalgia is all the rage. Like one way or the other, I think this was going to happen. Because I feel like I, 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 there were whispers about this movie way before. Yeah, we've uh, talked definitely. about it before. Now there's just cast. But my problem is that like. Like, who cares? Like, Jumanji wasn't good enough. Wasn't that great in the first Absolutely, and, and it's even worse on rewatches. Why are there, yeah. like, you think three... the movies you like as kids, you liked because they were good, because they're not. Like, Jumanji is not a good movie. I still yeah. maintain that the first Ninja Turtles movie is still good, we're and I've gone back this. and watched it. As we're a not anyway, I, yeah, yeah. We're, I agree with you. Thank you, Brendan. about Jumanji that there's, like, one adult and then, like, two children? Yeah. Why is... Because three really. fully I mean, grown Disney's ass men. Maybe they're gonna make they're gonna CGI Jack Black and Kevin Hart to be the kids. Are they all? Well, I mean, <laughs> and they're my, gonna have like their adult faces. Oh, it's got my money. Yeah, then. My idea is just like they get pulled out of the game, but like it's so. like the Steve Rogers thing where it's just like like Jack Black's adult face on this like little scrawny body. You know if we're rebooting Disney, uh, Robin Williams movies, why don't we? Flubber. Flubber was a reboot, though. Yeah, like, whatever. whatever. Yeah. Do it again. Third generation yes, Flubber. Do. I feel like that is what this Plus, world Plus, Flubber right was now. like nine times worse than Jumanji. Yeah, like. that's true. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, both of just, which were only carried by the performances of Robin yeah, Williams. Yeah. Had he not been in either of those movies, we wouldn't even be talking yeah. about yeah, it. Yeah, and at this point, we may as well just reboot Old Dogs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Alright, next up. That movie come out like eight years ago. Oh man, Old Dogs, by the way, if anyone that likes watching bad movies and laughing at them, Old Dogs is a little mini masterpiece. I think How Did This Get Made did They did, they did. Yeah, that they was did. the okay. first time. That's when I knew I loved How Did This Get Made because I saw that and I was so grateful that other people liked Old Dogs. <laughs> I like, no joke, I've seen it like four or five times at this point. It's great every time. It was one of the first movies I was ever assigned to review. 
And I went with my friend of mine and we like laughed start to finish, but like not at anything anyone else was laughing at. at. the movie. So no, it was like yeah. the whole audience was laughing at one thing and then we were laughing at another. And we talked about it for we and yeah, it holds up to rewatch. Check that out. If you want to see a, uncomfort- a uncomfortably homophobic, slightly racist and just batshit insane family film starring John Travolta and Robin Williams. That's your one. Anyway, I can't get into details on that because I'll go on for ages. Next up, uh, Fox has ordered uh, TV series of The Exorcist and Lethal Weapon. Those are coming next year. Fuck um, for that. You know what? Uh, I just want a full length. It's always sunny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that'd man. be all right. I'd go for that. You know what? Um, I think Scream kind of showed that like campy serialized horror can can kind of work on but, TV. But The Exorcist? That's sacred. Is it going to be, well, I I guess Scream in and of itself as a movie was already that. But yeah, Scream had already had Scream 3 and Scream 4, you know what I mean? Like, there was room to... Well, The Exorcist has had a few shit. It's true, exclu- almost exclusively. But even so, like, my oh, question is: be a traveling exorcist. I see what you're saying, though, because yeah, it's yeah. on such a pedestal for horror movie aficionados. Yeah, like, just leave it. Because, like, I, yeah, is it going to be the one girl the whole time, or is it going to be like, okay, yeah, he solves a case in the first episode, then goes on to the next possessed figure. chick I feel in the like next it would episode? Be like a seasonal yeah. thing. Yeah, like every season, an exorcist going to a do possessed. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm down for the idea. If it's done properly, it could be pretty good. I mean, that's kind of like the thing now. You got like... But I mean, like, here's the thing. If they were going to just make an exorcism-themed TV show, I'd be like, oh, interesting. I'll give it a shot. The fact but that... Not without the, the exorcism. Well, that's, 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 yeah. why, that's how they get them viewers. Like, but they can just call it exorcist and remove the V, and it's its own separate thing. And but I feel like even anybody. if you do that, you still kind of like... It's like that cheeky, like, eh? You see what we're doing I mean, here? Fox, yeah. Fox owns the rights, right? That. So why not No, just, they don't. More uh, Warner Brothers does. They paid for the big money for that. Uh, really? Yeah. So is this just uh, for the TV show rights, or do they have rights to, like, the whole brand? Um, you know, it may even just be as simple as they paid for the rights for, for William Peter Blatty to use the, like, character. Um, oh. I don't okay. know how it breaks down, but no, Warner Brothers is, uh, they only exercised. Really? Well, still, they need that. that. That's still one of their biggest uh, draws. That movie's made over a billion dollars over the years. Really? Yeah, well, yeah. Easy. Yeah. I saw it in theaters when it like re-released or whatever. Oh, it's the great. It's the I greatest. I was too young. It's I like greatest. it. I don't know if I hold it like that sacredly. Like I would like. Well, I had, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Like what? Like the Mario Brothers? No. <laughs> like I don't trust your opinion on movies. <laughs> no, I'm just you know, it's a good, it's no. a good horror movie. It's not one of my favorites. Okay, like, well, yeah, again, I think what's a I better think... horror movie than The Exorcist? What's a better What's no. a better horror movie yeah. than The Exorcist? Uh, oof, um, I'm not saying. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Part ten, Jason Part, in space. Yeah, he he just nailed it right Jason there. X? Actually, no, Jason I will X's. I will probably concede that um the first Nightmare on Elm Street scared me more than The Exorcist. That's crazy. Why it was so upon again? I saw both of these movies as an adult, not like when mm. they came out. Obviously, in the eighties or the seventies, I guess for The Exorcist. I'm not the sure. Exorcist was seventy three. But anyways, I went into them both like very aware of. You know the history behind them, the impact they had, et cetera, et cetera. And The Exorcist was certainly more of a scary movie when I saw it, aware of all these things. Then yeah, uh, and, no. be, and beyond the scariness as well, like The Exorcist is also like a very well acted and intriguing. I'm not saying it's yeah. not. It actually, deals with, and like I'm not saying that A Nightmare on Elm Street isn't clever. 
but then we're talking about this is like McDonald's. But it's clever, like, like funny. No, scary. not the it's first not... Nightmare on Elm Street. The first Nightmare on Elm Street actually like tried to be a horror movie. Yeah, it wasn't no, until they. Wait, man! Freddy was like wisecracking. No, dude, you know, that was that yeah. was the later it's, ones it's, where they made it a no, goof. No, wasn't. Dude. Yeah, watch dude, the watch the first one again. He doesn't crack wise. No, I agree. He does a little bit. I agree with you. It is more. He does crack a little wise, and there's some jokes. Wes Craven always had that, but yeah, um, the like I agree with you. That one's trying to be a little scary, but you can't even compare but and this is and, and i'm being and i'll like i'm being honest with you yeah. i i watched both of those movies not like when i was like a like a mid-teens like 13 14 yeah yeah and i genuinely like got more scared like i couldn't sleep well horror movies hit people in different ways man like yeah. fire in the sky scarred me as a child and yeah. looking back on it like that's yeah. kind yeah, of I probably I might even say I was scared stupid when I was five <laughs> it scared me too but that doesn't mean that it's better than the exorcist I'm not yeah exactly okay <laughs> first of all let's get let's make one thing clear I'm not saying that Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street is better than the exorcist exactly I'm just saying it said. scared said, me more what's one horror movie better than the exorcist yeah, and your that's answer word was for okay well Street. I wasn't trying to I was trying to say it actually can scared I interject just for a second yeah go for it kind of off topic Phil I just I've been hyped to see the witch for oh yeah since like last October, um, our local one screen theater had it about a month ago, and mm. I finally got to see it. I What'd just quickly want to hear your thoughts on that. Oh, well, we oddly enough, the last time we did the podcast, I talked about it. Don't you remember? Okay. Yeah, you were on oh, that podcast, yeah. you jerk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember you. Actually, I think you may have like turned off your headphones because you didn't want to hear what I had to say. <laughs> That's I'm right. I might have done that. Well, yeah, yeah it was super. I liked it quite that. a bit. Like I now, I think it's more of a like interesting like drama than a like spook fest horror film but it did there are sequences in it that disturbed the hell out of me and i went to see it again on opening night just to see how a like big like sold out audience would react to it and Mm -hmm. it was exactly what i thought which is that like everyone can't everyone you know was laughing the trailers and he 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 and like we're like giggling at some of the like arcane language and stuff early on and then when the shit hit the fan everyone shut the hell up and uh, it has an impact. Now I like it a lot. Actually, you know what I might yeah. say is better than The Exorcist? Jacob's Ladder. <sighs> You're crazy. You're crazy. I've never seen Jacob's Ladder. It's actually, scary as hell. Jacob's Ladder is pretty good. It's actually. Yeah, good. I just I like I feel like I've seen it just because it's been referenced so much in pop culture. Yeah. Over yeah. The years, well, it was that, like, it was basically know. the direct inspiration for Silent Hill. Yeah. So yeah, like it, it's well, very Silent Hilly. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. And I agree with you that um, the director of Flashdance is a far superior filmmaker to William Friedkin. Now, yeah. and to The Witch. Um, the, the Witch is, come on, man. What? Really? Yeah. Jacob's Ladder. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I, I like The Witch quite a bit. What did you think of it? Did you like it? I, I loved it, yeah. but I unfortunately had a very negative theater-going experience. Oh, how so? Um, basically about 20 minutes into the movie, um, a girl showed up yelling out for her boyfriend's name, like, oh, bummer. Jim, Jim, and guess who was sitting right in front of us? Uh, Jim. Um, so anyways, for about 40 minutes, everything was good. And then she just started talking and talking and talking. And my girlfriend asked her to be quiet. She turned around and gave a real sarcastic, like, shh, and then kept whispering. Ugh. And then right as kind of the movie's hitting the climax, like I don't want to spoil her anything or yeah. whatever, but um, she gets up and goes, well, that was fucking stupid. And like storms <laughs> out. Oh, man. Why don't you I, kick like her I in said, the head? That's so I've been waiting months to see that movie. Like it's right up my alley. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's everything yeah. what I want it to be. But like I cannot shake now the associative memory of this obnoxious 
girl ruining it for you know, me. Like, fu- I was funnily enough, furious. I didn't think of this till now, but I actually had an awkward experience like that when I went to see it in an uh, opening weekend where a guy came in like, yeah, 10 minutes into it with like five shopping bags oh. and sat next to me. And then he took out, I don't know what he was eating, but it stank. <laughs> it was just like a snack. Yeah, it stank and he just like plowed through it loudly, not even looking at the screen. And then when he was done, he like took out a bottle of liquor and took a, a half full bottle of liquor and took a swig from it and was like, hey, it's scary. And then just passed out. <laughs> well, at least he passed out. Immediately. <laughs> well, yeah, except he was fucking breathing his like booze breath on me the whole time. <laughs> it's like this mixture of like some sort of oh odd, my God. spicy food. Didn't you and, go like, to a critic liquor. screening of it too? Like, how did that happen? Already, so this is when I went back to see it. Oh, okay. Night. Yeah. So AMC and Cineplex take no. Like mm-hmm. this is why people don't go to movie theaters anymore. Yeah, yeah. I know it's coming out on Blu-ray. Like it, it was is like, this week. Yeah, so I'm excited to go. I'm probably gonna pick it up. That's and good have... stuff. Well, it's no Jacob's Ladder, but you well, might enjoy it. I, I, <laughs> I hope, I hope so. Um, oh, here's an interesting one. You guys know who Gail Garcia Bernal is? Uh, I know, but nope. you, let me know that you know. I just want to make sure that you know. Do you want a picture of him, or like what would help? No, just tell me what you know about he's him. He's in Amaris Paros, Itamama Tengen. Okay, yeah, yeah, I just yeah, totally. Uh, he's in Casadima Padre. I, I knew all that. I'm just making sure you did. Okay. Cool. Anyway, he's going to be Zorro. Oh, awesome. Yeah, isn't that great? I think it's absolutely <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. He's perfect. Yeah, I know. Like, just looking at him. I like, know, yeah. Zorro. Oh, I know, totally. And he's Mexican. You exactly, know, so yeah. Good. good casting. Yeah, good I'm casting. all for it. And yeah, they get the, the, I guess the movie's going to be by Jonas Caron, who's the son of Alfonso Caron, who wrote Gravity with his father. Okay, cool. Um, and he did a movie, they did a movie. Also Mexican. Yeah, totally. I think, yeah, that's yeah. what they're going well, for. Which cool. I'm all, he's totally yeah, Mexican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'm, which I'm, yeah, I think it'll be great. And uh, Well, no, I think like the whole Mexican thing, identity is very integral to like who Zoro is as a character. Yeah, hundred percent. Mexicans, like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, so it'll be nice to. I'm sh- and I'm sure they'll like very much make it a sort of somewhat political film in addition to being yeah. a blockbuster, and that'll work well. Now, I'm I'm really I'm I'm looking forward to. They actually did a movie. I don't think it's come out uh, in North America. Southern Film Festival last year together, where uh, it's about a group of people. Uh, trying to cross the U.S.-Mexican border, and then there's a racist American who's hunting them. I think oh, I think I really heard good. of it, but I didn't actually. Is it like a thing. Wolf Creek kind of thing, or more of a thriller? More of a thriller. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a horror film. It's more of a suspense thing. But it it was well done. So if they're uh, yeah, if, the, if those guys are going to do Zorro, I'm all for it. And I actually also kind of liked uh, Mask of Zorro, the Antonio Banderas one. Yeah, oh, so did I. It was fun. But again, yeah. that's another one like I remember really loving it as a child. Yeah. That scene where uh, I think I must have been just hitting puberty when it came out. Oh, like, in my head when he knocks her. And he slices her clothes off. Yeah, that was good yeah. stuff. I could agree with you 100 um, percent. That was around the era when they would uh, market a movie based purely on Catherine Zeta Jones's butt. That was, a, yeah. that, was a, that was a special time. That movie with Sean Connery. Again, that's the only scene I remember yeah. of that movie. Oh, that's all anyone remembers. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's all they sold it on. I don't know, Entrapment, I think it was called. Yeah, Entrapment. Yeah. That's right. And she was going over the la- or pretend laser yeah. or whatever. Actually, so, you know what? Like Speaking of Zorro, and yeah. Brendan, you might get a kick out of this. Um, when I went to see Noel Fielding live, uh, you, oh, know, yeah. you know... Uh, you were uh, in my neighborhood. Was I? Yep. Oh, yeah. Was that... Uh, you really... That I live in the Dan Park. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, Whereabouts? My sister used to live. <laughs> okay, well, this is yeah, n- for yeah, it's fine. I'm Don't worry about it. Oh yeah, he's close. I'm moving on. Um, you know, yeah. you know, uh, uh, Rich Fulcher. He he plays uh, the the zookeeper guy. Yes, he yeah. was part of the show. Oh, cool. And at one like at one point in the interlude, he comes out pretending to be under. under uh, 
Antonio Banderas <laughs> dressed yeah. up as Zorro, oh, and funny. like that was the whole idea is that like if if Noel can't keep doing the show, he's like, I am here, I am Zorro, I will do this for you, yeah, and fun. it was absolutely hysterical. That would have been great. Yeah, I was sad I missed that. By the time I re realized he was doing it, I was long. Oh my god, it was yeah. so funny, man. That's what like, I heard. He's a funny guy. He's oh yeah, a funny guy. All right, next up. Um, Oh, this uh, this I'm actually looking forward to. Uh, Brian Cr uh, Cranston is going to star in an anthology TV series based on Philip K. Dick stories. Cool. It sounds really? great to me. Yeah. Yeah. I miss anthology shows. I think they're great. I mean, I guess we have Black Mirror, which is a masterpiece. I was just going to say, and they're getting another season, yeah. haven't they? Oh, they're on Netflix. Yeah. They're doing Netflix now. Um, okay. And from what I gather, it's just sort of an open-ended, because the same guy writes all of those, Charlie Brooker. And from what I gather, they're just going to be like one-offs. They're going to like whenever he puts one together that's strong enough, they'll. Oh, like they won't it release Netflix. it as a season. Yeah. It'll just be now and then. Yeah. Ah, whatever. I mean, that's fine. I think it's the way all... to do it. I prefer to have yeah. like him write them all rather than them get watered down. Oh, if, if it's consistent with like the first two seasons in the Christmas special, oh, it's absolutely. incredible. Yeah. No, I love I love that guy, and he's a comedian too, Charlie Brooker. I recommend everyone check him out if you like Black Mirror. He has like a Daily Show type show that he does in Britain that's really funny. Um, you wouldn't get that from Black Mirror, but he's a funny, funny guy. Mm -hmm. All right. So anyway, yeah, Philip K. Dick anthology series. I'm looking forward to that. And next up, oh, here's a weird one. Uh, Adam McKay, um, director of Anchorman, obviously mm -hmm. won an Oscar for Big Short last year. He's signed on to direct a superhero movie that he's writing right now called Irid. Redeemable, and it's about a superhero named... Oh, I just started reading that, actually. Oh, is it based on a book? Yeah, it's based on a comic series. Yeah, it's about a hero named Plutonian who, like... It's basically if Superman one day just, like, snapped. Yeah, yeah, and no one knows is, what to do, so yeah. they have to get the, like, supervillain to help bring down the hero. Yeah, Adam yeah, McKay's doing like, it. Yeah, like, the Justice League equivalents yeah. kind of all band together, but everybody's like, you know, we can't... He can hear us anywhere. It, it's good, definitely. The... Middle of the series drags a bit, but yeah. it's a great concept. That's cool. I didn't realize it was based on a book. I'd only read the like uh, news story with the concept. They didn't say anything about it being based on a comic. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's a comic series. God, I can't remember who. I want to say Valiant, but I'm not entirely cool. sure. It might be Image. I'll check it out. But check I like the out. idea yeah. of Adam McKay doing it. I think because he's a talented guy, and uh, that could be really funny in the right hands. So <laughs> we'll see. All right, and one last thing, which I waited for Cody to return from the toilet oh, to say. Boom Studios, no by the problem. way. No uh, problem. Uh, oh, my mistake. There I, is a... Uh, okay. There is a... <laughs> for the listener, you were taking a crap. All right. Sure. Uh, there's going to be an Andre the Giant Yeah, the biopic. Call of Duty. Yeah, I heard yeah, Based oh. on some graphic novel came out as, uh, last year called Andre the Giant Closer to Heaven, which I never saw, which I, I haven't read. Is it just announced? Has it been casting yet? No, or? it's just they purchased... Some producers purchased... Oh, okay. uh, it was at Can like, Film Festival's on right now, so people announce stuff constantly because there are producers there start selling concepts to international distributors. So, yeah, some people have bought the book and they're currently gathering financing. I'm uh, cool. I'm really interested in that because uh, from everything I've heard about Andre the Giant, was mm. he was a he was a real, like, funny dude to be around. Yeah, he's a real sweet like, yeah. Really yeah. Nice. yeah, it's supposed to be, like, super genuine yeah. and nice. And, and a, like, and really so painful so physical disorder that was difficult yeah. for him. My favorite ever Andre the Giant story I don't know if it's true but I choose to believe it because I love it so much okay. is that when he would have to like uh, when he was touring with the WWF and he had to stay in a hotel yeah, um, because he was so large he had to have like specialty toilets built in his house but in a hotel they wouldn't be able to do that so they'd have to get him two adjoining rooms so in the second room he would shit in the tub <laughs> that's amazing and just what just leave it there like yeah. how did he flush oh I can't imagine no I mean I'm only 170 pounds but you know once in a while <laughs> yeah, yeah. One, of, one of my favorite stories about him was uh, when he would, uh, I can't remember who he was in the elevator with. 
like this was actually a wrestler telling yeah, this story. Yeah. So this happened. Yeah. Uh, he was he was sharing an elevator with this wrestler, and there's this other guy, like just like a normal dude, in the elevator with them. And Andre the Giant was just like, he was like the guy was at his like waist because he's gigantic, right? Mm. Uh, and Andre the Giant just started like ripping them right on him, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and like laughing, like. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Apart from that guy, would like knock you against the wall like a window. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My only question is who you get to play him. I guess you just have to use prosthetics and like CGI augmentation. You're gonna, yeah. yeah I feel like you're not gonna who knows? Find Andy Circus could like, pull it off. Yeah. The big show, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Or like Jack Black, but made big or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, Sasha Cohen make could probably do it. They're make making everything it, around Jack Black small. They're yeah. making it work in, in like the big friendly bigger. giant. So. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Maybe just CGI him. Yeah. Like, Again, but the big friendly giant. The Lord of the Rings tricks. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, that, I've, I heard about that. I'm really interested to see who yeah, they cast too. and and how it's. I hope what happens. Andre the Giants, a, yeah, wonderful human, a legend, and story. And, yeah. Oh, is it going to focus and on like sad. his his wrestling career as well? And I mean, oh, his sure life from everything. like yeah, yeah. really. Yeah. That, I mean, the, bo- the book is like for arguably even bigger. Yeah, though. totally. You know, they they did that the the comic, which again I, I haven't read, is like from birth to death. So I don't oh, know yeah. mm-hmm. if they would go that far or if they pick a section of it. I I have no idea. That'd be really interesting. I wonder, that's another thing, too, because if they're going to mention his wrestling career, like, how much would the WWE be involved in that? And all that kind of stuff. Like, mm. they're going to produce it. They got the film division. Oh, God. Yeah, that's what we want. We want WWE <laughs> Studios version of. Uh, because the they've, they've, they're known for story. such hits as like yeah. Leprechaun 12 rounds 2 and, <laughs> yeah. and the Leprechaun reboot the didn't Marine they do, uh, 3 starring The did. Miz I think they produced Oculus which is amazing didn't they Oculus do they, the, uh, yeah. Nightmare on Elm or the Friday the 13th reboot as well no, no, that's Platinum Dunes. They okay. did. Um, yeah, you're right. They you're did. Right. Uh, they did. See no was it evil. Was involved in that? Yeah, it was Platinum Dunes. That was his company. They're done oh, now. Okay, Thank but God. he was concerned about the amount of sex or something. Like I just recently read this. Like oh. he didn't like how much sex was in the movie. <laughs> that doesn't sound like him. <laughs> but it, that's what I <laughs> not mean. Not enough yeah. explosions was yeah, the real yeah. problem, and helicopters. Like maybe not enough sex, but yeah, that's <laughs> as far as I could see it going with him. Speaking of uh, big movie news, movie game news, yeah. we all watched the uh, trailer for Assassin's Creed. Oh, oh I've been, uh, I was discussing that earlier today with a friend of mine. Oh, yeah. man. I didn't watch it. I think it, it looks terrible. I yeah. think it looks terrible as well. The Animus is stupid as hell looking. Well, um, and well, one of the defenses of the person I was arguing was with that they, you know, video game movies fail to capture the lore and aesthetic of a video game. And I'm like, no, that's the problem with video game movies. Things that are fun to play and enjoyable to play are not necessarily fun to watch. No, you're right. But you know what? I feel like, because, and I was saying this earlier, like, that tie-in five-part TV show that came out after uh, Assassin's Creed 2, like, wasn't terrible. Like, it wasn't good, but at least, like, Mm -hmm. it... It felt. Was it animated? No, it's all live action. Oh, okay. And I don't know. I haven't. Yeah. It feels genuine, at least. Like it looks like it's set in the right time period. Like the everything that's being done is kind of like like seems legit, and it doesn't try to tie in any of the stupid sci-fi crappy. Like it's literally the story of Ezio's dad. But that <laughs> is like integral to the franchise. No, I know, but I'm like you don't need to. You don't need to put uh, Michael Fassbender in like a, a, mm-hmm. an actual crane to save money on having to digitally remove it. Like yeah. to say, oh yeah, he's by the way, everything he thinks he's doing is like not real. Like they could have just put him in a chair, had a piece of glass go over him, and you know, hardcore Henry that business, and now you're in the world. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about Assassin's Creed. 
is the games aren't very good, so why would the movie no. be very good? Well, I disagree. I no. think the first two Assassin's Creeds were actually really good. They're games. fine. No, see, but it's look funny. At it the only story Assassin's Creed I've ever played was the second one, and I believe it was, at the time, reviewed higher than the first one. Like, they'd fixed a bunch of issues. No, they didn't fix and, anything. you know, I slogged through it for, like, six hours, but after doing the same thing for six hours and realizing the rest of the game was going to be the same thing, it's like... Uh, yeah, this isn't the only, this isn't for me. The only one that's really worth playing is Black Flag, I think. No, um, and and the here's, first one. Here's the thing with Assassin's Creed. Yes, from a gameplay perspective, they're fine sometimes, I guess. From a storyline perspective, th- why would you play Assassin's Creed for the story? They're uh, well, garbage. You know it doesn't, the it only, doesn't tell a bad story, though. The only though, thing that uh, Assassin's Creed has going for it is that if you like history. You get to assassinate people that you that you enjoy reading about. But there you go. It's like um, alternate history fiction. A bunch of assassins. That doesn't make the around. story good. That makes that one specific yeah. part of the story okay. And I will admit something I enjoyed about the games too was their faithful, or sorry, at least the one that I played was their faithful recreation of whatever era yeah. and location they were doing. Like that's awesome. But movies have been doing that literally since movies have been made yeah that's the that's the one thing that like it can't yeah. really do differently and like i don't know like syndicate like syndicate did the same thing uh, but the story was blech, the, the problem no but blech. see the problem and, with assassin's creed is that it's been trying to tell the same story for the past like eight years like and on paper the story of a secret group of assassins and a secret group of like Temp- Knights Templar trying to control the world from the shadows and going into the memories of their ancestors to find hidden secrets. That sounds cool to me. That's a, that as a movie that could work. But sorry, it's a story that in the games, yeah, they've been telling it over and over and over again over the span of like what nine games yeah. now. No, I so would, yeah, it, it's it's not good anymore because it's not fresh. But like as a movie, it could work. I would prefer if it if that whole like present day stuff didn't happen and no i agree this i said the same thing and i said the same thing when that happened in the first game i was kind of like whoa wait a second why is this sci-fi now i didn't see the trailer but i assume that if it's anything like the video game it's going to be probably i guess phil although it has given rise to some pretty awesome spanish inquisition memes yeah Yeah. on the internet which are making me chuckle but i just yeah i've just it's most video, most movies based on video games, which is they pick games that are like popular and interesting because yeah. of gameplay, not plot or character. Absolutely, and gameplay is the one thing that can't be communicated to filmmaking. <laughs> no, you're, that yeah. is true. You're right. I don't know. I, I, I maintain that like conceptually, Assassin's Creed could be a good movie, but I don't think they're handling it properly. I don't know. I mean, what worrying, fa- worrying factions of assassins? That sounds pretty thin to me. Well, this, well, it's because it was I tied mean, the granted, whole historical element to it too the fact no that but again that's the thing there's been much if mm. i want to watch a movie about a period in history i'm going to watch it done by a credible studio with like a budget and yeah you know, of a course. director that can direct a movie based the reason those games are fun is because there's not many games like that as far as it looks like from a history nerd point of view if I yeah. go in to see a movie for the same reason that I like those games, I'm going to see a better movie than Assassin's Creed. That's true. I mean, well, I, th- I think what we can take away from is that it probably looks better than Warcraft. Oh, oh poor Warcraft. I've seen a lot of trailers about Warcraft, but I honestly, like, I don't the know. movie that everybody wanted 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that, yeah, I the trailers don't look great for Warcraft, but I still, because just simply because it's Duncan Jones that made it, I... I find it hard to believe it's completely dismissible. That guy's a good, he's a talented guy. Yeah? Yeah, he made Moon with Sam Rockwell. Which okay. Which is incredible. And uh, he's David Bowie's son. Oh, well, so then there you go. he's our support right yeah. now. 
And, <laughs> and I shouldn't laugh at that. I, I, we shouldn't laugh, but it was kind of funny. <laughs> I didn't know he was the guy that did that Moon. Moon was joke. a fat He's the guy that did Moon, yeah. Like, and he also made, um, I'm blanking on the name of it now, but he did one that wasn't as good, but was still good with Jake Gyllenhaal. It was kind of like a Groundhog Day type repeating action. Oh, I know the movie. Yeah. Isn't that the one with Bruce Willis in it too? He's cool. No, 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 no. It's uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. It's and, he's, Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, and it's literally like Groundhog Day. He keeps dying and coming back. He has to stop the bomb on the train or whatever. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I can't remember. It's got source code or something like that, maybe. Source code, yeah. yeah I think there's... Yeah, yeah. and like it was that. well done, too. So, like, he's he's like definitely, like, a talented guy. Um, the problem is just, like, you know, on a movie that scale, whether or not that he has any sort of control, who knows. Character drama, one actor mm-hmm. thing. Like yeah, that. I've never ever set up shop in Warcraft Town. Like I played World of Warcraft, but I know this is not about World of Warcraft. This is about like the first Warcraft ever, and I was always a Starcraft guy, so I could literally care less about. See, Warcraft. I'm the exact opposite. Warcraft Three was. If, if you look at, like, games that I've logged the most hours in in my life, Warcraft 3's got to be... Let me good. tell you, children, about when Warcraft first came out. <laughs> You're not doing old man voice, Brendan. You Whatever. gotta do it better. I'm, I'm telling you, like, Warcraft Let two, me tell you, kids, well, about I think it the was, time. And the expansion, like, Beyond the Dark Portal, like, those games were my shit back in the day. Those are the reasons I was so hyped for when Starcraft came out. But that's about where my Warcraft interaction and love ends like i never played wow i never played warcraft 3 dude warcraft 3 had one of the best servers uh it was based off the um the battle um from lord of the rings Rings. it was it asgard Mm -hmm. no um helm's deep helm's Helm's deep Deep. yeah and you can either play you either plays the orcs or the humans with the elves and like you either have to protect your wall from like getting crumbled in like the orcs rushing or he plays mm-hmm. the orc and you have to try to protect your one bomber orc going into the wall oh it was so good it's pretty fun well that's yeah. like Great where story, warcraft 3 Cody. i guess kind of <laughs> lost me is when it kind of gave birth to the moba thing and it stopped being like an rts well, I mean, Warcraft 3 still had some great rts action like it's still one of the best in my mm-hmm. opinion but uh that was just one of those servers that like you know, you're bored. There's nothing to do. You, just, like, you could have fun. Just, like, you know yeah. Pretend you're, you're playing regardless. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before yeah. Lord of the Rings, like, 2 and 3 came out and just were the best games on PlayStation 2. Sure. Actually, well, you never played Lord of the Rings 2 I, Towers? Oh, I think I did. Those are... I'm not saying uh, they're not... They're, I'm not saying they're not good games, but best games on the PlayStation They were pretty crazy. good, man. You're crazy. What well, was best games on the PlayStation 2, dude? The, like the, PlayStation the best platform of all time, yeah. you're saying? The Lord crazy. of the Rings game? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> the tie-in movie games. Christ almighty, how much time do we have? You're cra- oh, we got, uh, we got, we got times. You're credibility. You are. You're, Speaking yeah, of credibility, yeah. I, have, I, have, I, have a, I have a point of contention oh, let's with hear it, Jordan. Cody. Oh, that we please. need to we need to address. Yeah. Oh, I got plenty. Okay, yeah. so let's hear it. Um, <laughs> this is the only take all three of you on. All right, so <laughs> no my okay. point of contentions with your First off, to start. <laughs> Love you, buddy. From last right week's podcast. From last week's podcast. Thank you, Jordan, for being the only person to have a memorable Cody story. You're welcome, Cody. Hey, However, did you hear what I yeah, said? Yeah, no, that was very sweet. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Thank but you. It's, um, it, fa- it's, it, it felt like the kind of thing you say when you don't have any real I was, moments. I, I, I was having just a, I was every having, moment. I'm not gonna lie. Genuinely, was, was having a having a pretty pretty rough. Rough go, and that was really nice. However, oh, however, <laughs> how in the hell? Okay. Let him have it. <laughs> yeah, go at him. <laughs> at least he's tried so hard to like to be like. I'm so like I'm I'm trying to like compose myself. You uh you 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 stated some information that is factually incorrect in a oh, in, a, in a manner to try to 
uh, undermine and what my was, authority in a sp specific review that we're going to talk about what later was that, in this podcast. That point I that did I made. not give Just Cause 3 a 10 out of 10. I've never given a game a 10 you out get, of 10. First of all, you said you wanted to give it a 10 out of 10? No, I didn't. And second of all, you not, gave it a no, 9.5, However, buddy. I gave it a 9.5. It was way However, more than it deserves. Blah, 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 I'm not done talking. Uh -huh. I have said multiple times on this podcast, there are a few reviews that I wish I could go back and change. Uh, yeah, but you want to go back and However, give Just Cause 3 like a freaking wait, 8. Wait, 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 wait. Well, it's deserving <laughs> of it. No, eight. it's not. Yes, it is. Shut Jordan, up, I'm still talking. Never. Uh, with that being said, uh, I think uh, I've, I've talked about this before on the podcast. When we're reviewing a game and we only have a certain amount of time, it's very yep. easy to give a score, a, a game a score higher than it deserves because you've only had like two or three days with it. Obviously, mm -hmm. now that I've had some more time with Just Cause 3, I wouldn't give it a, t a 9.5. However... It's still it's, it's still a very fun game and it's very functional and if you didn't like it that's great. Do not use that to like disregard my credibility when I give a 10 out of 10 to Uncharted 4 which is a borderline revolutionary title. Hold on, let's um just two things. One, yes. I agree with you on the crunch time for review thing because there have been games I have also looked back on and been like, you know what, now that I've spent, you know, 60 70 hours with it instead of 20. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of things I'm not a huge fan of. Yeah. That, that's a problem inherent with, like, uh, embargo dates and, and game reviews. Well, sure. Go back to my Which Fallout review. Like, I did the same thing. Yeah. yeah. But... Um, shit, I lost my train of thought there. Even then, I felt like I didn't really... I didn't know if I wanted to give Fallout such a high score, but I felt, like, kind of compelled to because it was Bethesda oh. and everything. It was the Uncharted 4 thing. Why... I've been playing it for the last couple of days now. Why do you think it's revolutionary? I will agree that it's obviously a fantastic game. It's Naughty Dog at their best, yeah. you know, et cetera, et cetera. But, like, what makes it, like, innovative? We will probably if, if, talk about this... Well, we usually save this stuff. Okay, yeah, you want to you okay, move yeah, right yeah, on no to... Why don't we just do it right now? Yeah. Do, okay, sure, Okay, yeah. fine. So, so um, this is I, what we're playing right I now. Reviewed, yeah. I reviewed Uncharted 4, if you didn't realize what we're talking about. Um, and, yeah, well, from, like, a storytelling and presentation standpoint um i haven't played a game that flows so well um like it, it seemed like going from cutscene to transition was just so uh seamless that i've never played a game that's really done it in that extent to that extent um, even prior uncharted games yeah uncharted yeah because uh, i'm not uncharted seeing games. i'm playing the, the the collector's pack right now and i'm not seeing any like real like dips in load times and anything like that like I, everything's still I pretty didn't seamless have a load screen though that's the thing the only time i ever encountered a load screen was when i was starting the game up. but i'm saying the exact same thing about the previous uh, they were uncharted they were, they you're, were you're talking about no, they, the ps4 remaster as well yeah true yeah. yeah, no, and that's the thing. I I didn't experience a load screen until like I uh, it was I started the game. There was a load screen, and aside from that, it was just nonstop uncharted. Yeah, and which me, honest honestly, in this like what eighteenth friggin' video game generation, like I'll take a cut on graphical fidelity. Yeah, to not have load times like in a completely unrelated note like hitman which i think is fabulous minus incredibly horrible flaws that really hold it back like the loading is absolutely obscene in that game and that really 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 kills my enjoyment oh, yeah, yeah and that's been uh, that's been one of my big gripes about this generation is i felt like near the tail end of last gen we were really starting we were to get those load? yeah we were getting those like yeah. really quick load screens it's like okay well you know this is just going to be a part of my gaming experience forever and then i mm -hmm. played uncharted 4 and like to me, that's like such a big deal, and it still looks amazing. The game yeah. is beautiful as all hell. The colors are so vibrant. Um, 
Yes. Nothing nothing kills immersion more than a friggin' load screen. Yeah, yeah. and that's that's the big thing. Like or I, motion I, controls. I I, I I stand by what I said. Uh, if if you guys want to check out my review, it's on cgmagonline.com. Yeah, I, um, I completely agree with you. And the other thing I found that really blew me away with it, and again, I haven't finished it, so maybe I'll be proven wrong on this, was um, I um, I was amazed how like I, n- I never got lost or there wasn't a moment where anything slid down because I wasn't sure what to do, but at the same time, I never felt like I was overly guided, like I was yeah. following paths. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how they did that. Like, there are times that- where you're just driving around the desert and it feels like you're just randomly driving, but you're always very specifically on the track. Yeah. And I was really impressed by that. I never felt that walls is, or anything. That is good game design. Yeah. Like, you want to tread that line. You don't want somebody holding your hand the whole way through because that's obnoxious and not fun. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to spend like 40 minutes looking for something. Because I don't know what the hell yeah yeah and i was really impressed by that yeah yeah well um yeah no i gave the game a 10 out of 10 um and that doesn't mean it was perfect and i i i I already Mm. i I gushed too much well because the way i i I had a talk with uh with uh our editor-in-chief about this 10 out of 10 does not mean perfect it means it's a a landmark or like like Mm. this is a, a an important title in the game industry um Yes, there are still those weird uncharted control issues where Nathan Drake takes a couple more steps than you need him to, or he won't quite grab this ledge that you need him to, even though there's no reason why he couldn't. Um, that kind of stuff still happens. There are some plot holes in the story. Like, uh, I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm not going to say, but there don't, are just, there don't. are like very obvious plot holes that, that did bother me. The story is not... Um, great by any means um but uh the way it's presented and uh the way it unfolds is what uh really captivated me and i i beat it yeah um, that's fair and uh yeah but everything thing we're saying is a game doesn't need to be a 10 if it's the sum total of each individual parts but if one or two parts are absolutely stand out then it's forgivable that yes you give the game such a high rating even though you know one or two things aren't great but the other things it does are so great that like yeah here you go exactly because yeah. I, I mean there's never going to be a perfect game that's not gonna mm-hmm. exist well well mario <laughs> dark souls undertale but <laughs> mega man 2 but Mega Man X. Um, oh no, Mega Man no. Two. Mega Man X, X dude. Count, no two. X. Two. Anyway, X. anyway. I don't On the think Super I, Nintendo, I which is Mega Man Two, but better. I personally don't think Real. there's such thing as a as a perfect game. Mega Man Two. No, I don't think it's a perfect. <laughs> game. Have you played it? Yes, it's a good. You just game. sucks it's at it. That's why. Perfect. You're totally. Have you, um, did you see that opening with the uh, fake electric guitar and his hair blowing? Yeah, it's great. No, I'm with you, Cody. I'll never. No, I know. What you're I mean, trying I say, to say this it. now. <laughs> I, I I haven't had this experience yet. You know, obviously, who knows what the future holds? But like, I cannot see myself ever giving a game a ten. I actually regret that I didn't give well, Undertale a ten. It really deserves. That's it. the thing. Like, that's that's uh, if if um, I'm not saying you haven't seen it, but we do have like a a little kind of guide for our scores um, on our website, and like ten out of ten does not mean perfect. Um, and I always had that issued before when I was reviewing games, and it it took me until I played. Uh, Uncharted Four to be like, no, this is. So this is the only one you've ever given the. Yeah, there are times where yeah, I've yeah. I've I've okay. given a game a ten out of ten. And they're like, are you sure about that? And I was like, if I no. So if you want to change it, do it. Yeah. But yeah. Uncharted Four, Brendan did the whole like, are you sure this is a ten out of ten? And I was like, yes, this is a ten out of ten. There's no doubt in my mind. And I it, this wasn't like, oh, I only had like a few days with it. I only had a few days with it, but I was playing from like ten in the morning to three in the morning, uh, yeah. every day. I was I put myself through the ringer to, to make sure yeah, that review fatigue. came out on time. Um, 
and what, one thing I was really worried about was, uh, I guess I can talk about the embargo now that it's... Yeah, yeah, it's done. The it's embargo out. told me I couldn't talk about anything past Chapter 15. And I was really worried that once I got past Chapter 15, there was going to be something that just, like, bothered me. Yeah, about, yeah. yeah. And it didn't necessarily happen, but there were some things where, like, going up until Chapter 15, it was really, really amazing. And then, like, post-Chapter 15, it was like, there are some, like, plot holes here and... And I'm bummed to hear that. Stupid stuff happening. I'm not saying the story drops or the gameplay drops or yeah. anything like that. I gotta look forward um, to that when I get past three. Uh, you'll be really excited for uh, uh, closer to the end. They're probably like chapter twenty, Although, maybe eight. Is there a supernatural element? No. Bummer. Uh, that was a thing. Oh, too. But you know what? That was games had one, and that's though. the thing I that mean, I felt really weird at now playing the first one because I was like, I was kind of like when I, I remember when I first saw it, like when Uncharted had just come out, and I was watching like my cousin play it, and yeah. I saw those like zombie things show up, and I was like, what the frig is mm -hmm. going on here? And then I saw them actually playing it for the first time i was like okay you know what no it's like cursed ink and treasure that makes sense but like they showed up for like literally a chapter and a half and then that was it yeah. they were done and i was, was like this could have gone on a little bit longer mm -hmm. that was a thing too that i was kind of uh i was concerned about because they like don't talk about any alleged uh supernatural supernatural stuff. elements and you know, there's a lot of like dead pirate bodies laying yeah, around. Yeah, and the Uncharted Universe. Are you just to... waiting for them to pop up? Yeah, and <laughs> thank God they didn't, because I, I I always feel like that just makes the the story kind of go off the rails. Yeah, I don't um, know. I no, because I gave never... it that nice like yeah, Indiana also, Jones I, feel. Yeah, it fits in with the Indiana Jones, and I also always really liked the um, <clears throat> excuse me. The like Yeti part in part two. Yeah. Particularly, oh, like, come on. Time you see oh, when you're following the footprints. Come on, I'm like three chapters climbing, in. Whatever, it was five years. Grow a pair. When you're climbing <laughs> yeah, up the like side of the. Yeah, like, it's crazy. Spoilers, man. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a time limit. <laughs> if, you, if you weren't interested enough, that's. No, I wasn't, that wasn't interested. I just didn't own a PlayStation 3. It was an expensive console. Well, I wasn't rolling was in money over, like you were. Uh, <laughs> It's like when everybody was losing it over Gwen Stacy dying. Yeah. Like, yeah. That happened. Oh, yeah. Go get That was different, though. Anyway. Yeah. Bruce Willis dies in Six Sense as well. But no, anyway. he was already dead. Yeah. Well, he dies at the beginning yeah. of the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Starts off dead. Yeah. But anyway. Um, yeah. No, just that moment. I love that, mo that moment where you're climbing up the cliff and you see like the silhouette yeah. move and everything. There were so, well, like, so many great things that came out of that. And look, yeah, because it like, shifted tone, too, well, really. Here's the thing. Um, with the Yeti, though, I mean, mm -hmm. that's like a wild creature that might Te technically exist. exist. That's like, yeah. It's more of like yeah, a folklore. Yeah. No, it doesn't exist. No I'm not saying it does. I'm just <laughs> yeah. saying Have you ever seen in, in, in any given, in any given yeah. game you can make a Yeti yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a believable thing. Yeah, yeah. Whereas like a zombie Nazi in a U-boat that's something that won't ever happen. No. That's true. Never I, say never. But yeah. I mean, finding a lost species of gorilla up in a mountain, that happens all the time. You yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, all the time. It happened yeah. yesterday. I, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's happened yeah. like, I think, like a year ago, they found a, a new species of gorilla that oh. they thought was extinct. Anyway, um, so yeah, there's not really a supernatural element uh, unless you're playing the online component. You can summon like yeah. totems that shoot ghosts out of them. That's kind of cool. I think to come to a head on the whole point we were trying to make, I guess it just goes back to like you and I have clearly different like review styles because yeah. I if even even if I loved Uncharted as much as you do and I played you know the first like like three or four chapters of Uncharted and I was having a good time yeah. but I feel like I tend to judge things more 
as their like of their quality as a product so i couldn't give uncharted a 10 even if i had a great time with it because i would see that there are flaws with it and as soon as there are flaws with something it's not a perfect product but that's a th our 10 does not reflect a perfect product well to that's me the, it does well, but it, to the magazine that made the that score well, it's not to the reviewer who's reviewing the it, thing that doesn't matter if you're quantifying something for cg magazine you have to use their reviewing standards like, that's why when i used to write yeah. for another website we didn't use review scores well that's that's where i kind of really feel the most comfortable is that i i prefer the the like recommended versus not recommended thing because that's it like i would highly recommend playing uncharted 4 it's great i would recommend owning it but is it a perfect product is it a 10 no it's not uh, well, I mean, and and I, I don't even know if I would go so far to say that it's revolutionary or even a landmark in uh, gaming. At this, where we are in the gaming okay, like, so let me, atmosphere. Okay, so let me ask you this. Have you played a game with zero load screens that have seamless transitions into gameplay? Yes. The answer is no, because it, yes, it hasn't happened. Yeah, it's called Metroid Prime. They did that oh with the doors. Oh my god, I'm going <laughs> to... And oh, those doors, oh, and there was like <laughs> rarely a time when those doors, watch it, Cody, you're going to drag the thing yeah, up. this is ridiculous. No, because Yo, they I'm were just picturing Phil sitting there, there like the emperor were, with his hands clasped. No, because that's exactly what like they did. Gladiator. Metroid no, Prime loaded each individual level yeah, when you and, shot the yeah, door. I know. And, and, there there were were no, and there were no load screens in Super Mario World either. But that doesn't, it's not what we're talking about. <laughs> well, it's a different thing. Oh, see, it's only cutscenes. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not watching a movie. I'm playing a video game there is that level but of this disconnect. is a game that blends cinematic experience <laughs> yeah. with gameplay that's what i was trying to get and at if, if okay I then yes last of us again, did it like I, I have, last of us didn't I've, do it on this scale though you're wrong well, <laughs> you're it just still wrong. did it it was fairly seamless they did it but it wasn't seamless it was fairly seamless those are two completely different things i'm, I'm a cut scene a cut scene skipping guy like i don't ever give two craps about story in a video game i'm a pure oh. for the most part oh, like, i'm a mechanics and numbers guy wait a sec uh Having, no what, is, what? Is, your, is your, your question was games that seamlessly blended storytelling elements and gameplay yes bloodborne yeah. okay yes yeah well, uh, I, but on the other no hold on bloodborne does have a lot of loading well issues, if you die <laughs> but that's not well, what we're talking about yeah. here no, it's about cinematic cool. elements no no no, no that's I, kind of i died in uncharted as, as there wasn't package, a load screen start to finish it's seamless yeah right yeah that's what and I'm that about. is the the uncharted series is well the only one i can think of off the top of my head where like i actually want to see things happen and I want to see the characters interact, and I want to pay attention to the story. So for someone like myself to have a game that blends these elements seamlessly is very important because as much as this is the only game where I'm enjoying the story, if I had to, like, load or, like, skip into things, I wouldn't watch it. Yeah, well, and that's, that's the thing. And that's like, my... That's... What I'm trying to say, Cody, too, sorry to cut you off one more time, that <laughs> it's not a... I don't think it's a landmark because I feel like we're at that point in the gaming industry where it's sort of just expected. Well, yeah, we're so. at that we're point now. We're all saying that it's expected, but it never happened. Yeah, well, that's at not, that point that's now not because like Uncharted showed that you can do it. No, we've been at that um, point for a while. No, People just haven't been doing it. No, no, no. Yeah, no. but yeah, Uncharted but was the first one to do it. That's like saying... Well, we were at that point with Ocarina of Time and just no one did it on the N64 until Ocarina of Time came out. Uh, what I'm saying is it's a game that is, show that is showing us how games can be experienced, kind of like how 
uh, Ocarina of Time did when it came out. Kind of how Grand Theft Auto 3 came, did when Even it came out. Even if everybody's still slapping their heads going, oh my god, about time. Yeah. That's the whole point. Is I that, don't know. Okay, it is here. Here's an example. This can be done. I know you've all been bitching about it for years, and we could have done it, but they did it. Here we are. Yeah, and some of the action sequences, too. There's a... Uh, and crazy. Yeah, there's yeah, there's this uh, there's there's two I kind of want to like talk a little bit about without spoiling anything. Mm -hmm. There's one where you're in a church, and you're climbing up uh, oh, the, yeah, yeah, these yeah. gears and everything, and you have to like ring the bells to to get to like for this thing to open. Yeah. And uh, when you finally get to the top, everything just starts falling apart, and you're falling, and like things are crashing around you, and you're like I was actually getting like adrenaline flowing while it was happening. Yeah, um, that was crazy. Dude, yeah, that first so the first part in two, man, oh, I was yeah, like on the edge yeah, of my that's seat climbing yeah, that's, 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 that's like sure. a that's like a oh, you're talking, yeah, the train moment. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh man, I was on the edge of my seat. Yeah, that's the reason I bought a PS3. But again, at the end of the day, that's basically just like a quick time event, but they do it so well yeah. that it's mm. not and tedious to get through. I'm not going to lie, Uncharted 4 does have quite a few quick time events, but they're integrated in a way but, that it's not frustrating. Yeah, mm -hmm. and Uncharted always has, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, it's it's part of the series. It's part of their formula. Um, it's there, There's a there's a certain like sort of boss battle that uh, you could argue uh, implements quick time events, but you wouldn't think of it like that uh, because mm -hmm. of how um, how fluidly it's uh, it's it's thrown into the game. Well, I've got no problem with quick time events. Uh, I like them. They're like, kind of lame. Not a um, I don't like. I don't believe that like, they shouldn't be a supplement for gameplay, but I do enjoy them. Eh. I mean, there's cool I stuff. Don't know. Just kind of like help me with my whole argument that Uncharted Four is. Uh, <laughs> What? A revolutionary title. Why? Because it has quick time events. No, you're God saying no. Days. You're saying that like you're okay with it and like that's, I'm okay that's, with that's the elements that it 2006, uses. 2006. Uh, the one thing that Cody's admitting might be a flaw with the game, you're cool with. <laughs> well, it's not a flaw, though, realistically. <laughs> I'm problem. so happy what's, what's that wrong like, with, you're... What's wrong with quick-time events? You're on this podcast, Brendan. Thank <laughs> you. What's wrong with quick-time events? Uh, well, I am, a, I am a good foil to Jordan and vice versa. I don't well. understand what your problem is um, with quick-time events. The other the other uh, action sequence I wanted to talk about, Phil, you're not there yet, mm. uh, but there's a point oh, where... Oh, it's not the car chase. No. Okay. That, the car chase is great. It's amazing, yeah. It's amazing. Uh, that's... that's that was the one that they kept like showing off. Yeah, that's yeah. why I don't really want to yeah, talk yeah, about because yeah. everyone knows about it. But yeah. uh, this one is, uh, it's it's uh, sort of uh, near the end, and this is this is like a chapter of the game. Okay. Um, where you are getting flooded with enemies coming at you, and then they start pulling out RPGs. You, you have to like try to specifically take out the guy with the RPG. You take out the guy with the RPG. There's like three more guys with RPGs, and then you're like trying to take them out too. You get to like this is all in a ship graveyard too. So you're like you jump to the next ship, and uh, a whole squad of guys with RPGs show up. You're running through another ship. They blow up part of it while you're Elena and Sully get away. You end up going down with the ship. And uh, you're like trying to get out before you drown. You finally get out. You get to the beach. Who's at the beach? A whole bunch of soldiers. You have to go through these soldiers, and oh, then a, then a friggin' truck shows up, and then like you have to try to take out the truck. <laughs> Turns out you didn't take out the truck. This truck truck is chasing you through a city. You have to climb up buildings that the truck's running into and just destroying. And like this went on for it felt like half an hour, forty five minutes of just relentless like action, like. When it ended and it went to the cutscene, I had to like, like put my controller. Gatorade. Yeah, I had to put my controller down, pause it, and just like take a breath and get a glass of water. And like it was you were so dehydrated. Fun. Yeah, like it was so fun. But like at the same time, while I was playing it, I was just like every time the next sequence would happen, I was like, "Oh my god, please stop, please." 
<laughs> it was so good though. Intense. Yeah, it was good. it was yeah. very intense. They they got really like I had to change my shirt after. <laughs> got, got all sweaty. Yeah, I've been loving it so far. It's I can't wait to play it, man. Yeah, really no, excited. I'm. I'm I, I cannot recommend this game enough. This is the game of the PS4 so far, and probably will be the game that people remember this generation for. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny. I was reading a thread the other day on like the gaming forum I go to, and it was um, just like, what studios do you essentially have blind faith in? And like, Rockstar was up there, Blizzard was up there, but almost every single post was Naughty Dog. Oh, yeah, Naughty well, Dog. Yeah. Naughty Dog. There's, they, and like, so I'm, I'm a jaded and cynical guy. Obviously, you guys know this. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of things that piss me off that I don't like, but Naughty Dog, keep keep it coming. Yeah, like, yeah. I've never been disappointed by a game that you guys have released. Do they, do they still... And on, on that note, sorry, one more little thing. Something I'm loving this generation is the classic game within a game thing. Yeah. Like, when I played Wolfenstein and in, like, the hub area, you can go up and play the first level of the original Wolfenstein. Like, I almost enjoyed that more than the rest of the game. It was amazing. And getting to play Crash Bandicoot at the beginning of this. It's so easy. It's so hard for me to, like, so simple. Oh, it is. Like, how do people play those games? Well, because, like... Why am I running towards the screen? I'm using a D-pad? This is bullshit. No, like, I I just meant, like, uh, that happened, and I couldn't tell anyone. It was under embargo. (laughs) Oh, you wanted, like, spoiler. We talking about it so bad. Um... Yeah, no, that was great too, and like it really makes me sad because Sony came out and said they don't. Uh, Activision still owns the rights. Yeah, to, uh, dude, to, does Donnie's Dog still have Jack and Daxter? Probably, I don't know. Okay. Uh, I'd love to see a new Jack and Daxter. Didn't one just come out? No, or, no, no, Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank. They made they made yeah, a fourth yeah. one that flew right under the radar because like no one knew about it. It was on PS2 and they released it on PSP for some reason. That's me, Cody. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it was all about planes and stuff, and yeah, like no, I don't think anyone played it. Uh, but I would love to see them like re, if not reboot, but like just bring back Jack yeah. and Baxter. Well, uh, on the other hand, I, I did review Uncharted Four, but I was I was playing another game. There's a tale of two games for me these past few yeah, weeks. Yeah. Let's speed it up, man. Uh, yeah. we're, we're oh, hour shit. and a half deep. Jeez, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing movies. Uh, well, we'll do a fast one. Nah. I, I played. I played. Uh, I played Battleborn and uh, gave it a, like shorten it up a oh, bit. Oh, I read your. I edited your review today. <laughs> like the whole time, I was just like, Ugh. yeah. Because uh, I I interviewed um, like the creative director and the guy was just he was so keen and so passionate about it and I just. Having read like initial impressions and whatnot, following, yeah. I was just like, "Oh God, the poor guy." It seems like <laughs> well, and I, I, they tried really hard. I'm not going to take that away from yeah, them. Yeah, that, but uh, that's what makes it so much more yeah. sad. Yeah, uh, the the single player campaign I could barely play. I clocked out probably closely after the 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 prologue, um, because the everyone, every single person was horrifically annoying. I could not stand them. Like the players or just the characters themselves? The characters. This is just playing single player. Oh, okay. Um, going to uh, online, there's only three modes. Yeah. Uh, plus your ca- campaign. Uh, the gameplay for your campaign varies between like, here's some enemies, shoot, get to the boss, or uh, attack and fend. Uh, the online mode, I guess, is pretty fun. Um, I, I enjoyed it. There were some pretty big balancing issues with characters. Uh, there's it, pretty much if you play as one character, you can dominate everything. If you play as other characters, you're you're screwed. Yeah. Um, and uh, the the voice acting is terrible. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of the community. Um, it just there wasn't a lot good to go about. There was a, a, a day where I was playing it and I had a lot of fun. Um, and then after that. 
uh, I didn't. My original, att- I, I gave it a 6.5. My original score was going to be a 7.5 or an 8. And the more Ooh. I wrote about it, the more I thought about it, yeah. and the more angry I got. And I gave it a lower score because of that. That's. Uh... Um, you might enjoy it, but I feel like from everything I've heard from Overwatch, uh, that's probably the better MOBA shooter to go with. Uh, yeah, I've been hearing a lot of good things about Overwatch. I'm like, I'm ex- I want to give it a try. I'm like, it, it, it looks really fun. I mean, everyone's everyone's comparing it to like Team Fortress Two and stuff like that. So like, it just hopefully it's just a barrel bunk barrel laughs. Yeah, I'm sorry for going so going on. No, so it's cool, man. Whatever. No, it wasn't just you. Everyone. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, we're we're, we're a good we're a good dynamic yeah. quadrit. <laughs> What have you been playing, Jordan? Uh, I've been playing some uh, some Force Showdown. Okay. Uh, it's not good. Okay. Um, it's. I mean, it's not bad. It's just very, very bleh. Like uh, it. It. Mm-hmm. F- it feels like like early World of Warcraft in terms of controls. It plays sort of like a mix between like Gauntlet and. Um, but not like just like it's got that top down kind of just like like waves of enemies beat him with the same basic attacks over and over then you fight a boss at the end of it uh it's got a neat idea behind it it's like an intergalactic tv show where they like put you in these like death pits and you have to fight your way out and i i kind of dig that it's like a trash yeah yeah like it's got this fun little like announcer guy too who's all like like goofy. arcade from x-men basically kind of oh yeah. see you don't know about that after talking shit about my comics knowledge earlier i i guess i remember like i remember there. arcade in in uh showing up in marvel ultimate alliance one anyways moving on That's, I just <laughs> and he wanted puts to you in you. the he puts you in the pinball machine and you yeah well i recently had an argument with these guys about uh, the relationship between spider-man and reed richards because it didn't exist in the cartoon show so well you can just imagine how i felt sorry i didn't know <laughs> oh it's in they had no idea they had like a mentor protege yeah no there was a big frustration out. about that and uh, i wasn't i wasn't i don't care because the whole the whole thing wanna... started about the whole thing with the, him being like tony Stark's mentor, and I was yes. kind of like, eh, hey, whatever. Quinn, are you playing that anything? was like during Civil Wait, War. Wait, I'm not done. <laughs> done okay, go ahead, go ahead. I've also started playing uh, Valhalla or VA11, yeah. HA11A. Uh, really cool. It's like it's sort of like a interactive novel kind of. Um, got like papers pleasy elements to it, okay. but you're like a bartender in a cyberpunk world, and so far it's really cool. It's got a great like. 80 synth soundtrack. That's um, a way to love that. Really overdone uh, aesthetic now. Yeah. yeah, it's but it's like it's really it's like pixel art, but it's like that really oh, like good shocked. pixel art where like <laughs> pixel art with a synth wave soundtrack. Yes, that. I mean, I love both of those things, but they are certainly. Overdone. I mean, it's, it's it's like it's 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 pixely, but it's like good enough that it could have just I guess been like anime. It's got it's very anime inspired too. It's like very Japanese. Um, so yeah, like it works in that element too. I, I and again, yeah, I'm I'm with Quinn on this one. I love pixel art, so I don't care. I, every game could be pixel art. Okay, Uncharted Four could be pixel art, and I wouldn't give a there crap. There is a mode to play it in pixel art. Oh, there's really? a mode to play it in um in uh, cell shading. Actually, I really want to see that. Yeah, there's like well, it's not really pixel art. It's like no, it's just it's just like no, it's just crappy pixely. No, no, no. It's like a little option menu. You can like change. There's like a rainbow mode. Yeah, Google it, Quinn. It actually just makes your screen look like shit. It's not like real good. Like they actually made the game like pixely. It just it. 
yeah, next to it's, it's screen like it's like a terrible. Yeah, almost. yeah, it's like a filter. Play it in the cell shading mode. That would probably be really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just want to try try that stuff. Out and then here. I played I played a whole bunch more of uh, Star Fox Zero because I was gathering a bunch of B roll for uh, talk about for it. my video I'm doing, and I actually realized that Star Fox Zero made me hate Star Fox. Oh my god. So Quinn, what are you playing? <laughs> yeah. Um, a little bit of Uncharted Four, and obviously consistently and always uh, Dark Souls. Ah. Yeah, you really like your Dark Souls, eh? I'm a big fan of that series. That's for sure. Um, I mean, I was literally playing Bloodborne up until Dark Souls 3. Um, but yeah, I'm digging it. Like I said, uh, it's funny. We were talking about review scores earlier, and I only gave that game an 8, but because of the same thing. Like I, there's nothing about the game I don't like. Yeah. I think it's well done, top to bottom. It's, again, it's the perfect game for me. It's everything I want in a video game, but there are a lot of flaws. So, you know, I'm not giving that a, a super solid review when, you know, you go into certain areas and the frame rate drops to, like, 15 or something it seems like that. Should, should not be happening in this generation. Yeah. There's no excuse for it. Thank you, Brendan. <laughs> no, I'm with you on that. <laughs> um, and yeah, just uh, kind of starting to get into Uncharted 4. Um, but it always takes a while for those games to kind of ramp up for me. Yeah. As I said, I don't like I don't like story. I don't like cutscenes. I just want to play a game. Yeah. Uh, but once I'm into the Uncharted games and things are flowing and I'm kind of hooked on the narrative, then like it's nonstop. But I just I haven't quite reached that point yet. It it'll it'll get there for you hopefully. I, I, oh, I mean every all of them have. Yeah. At some point, I mean including like The Last of Us as well. Uh, they're all games that you know on the surface, mechanically speaking, I wouldn't enjoy, but a couple hours deep. Oh my God, this is the best game ever. Yeah, so. totally. Without Phil, have you been playing anything? Just Uncharted 4. Just Uncharted 4? Yeah, have Uncharted. you, uh, we can do a quick do, movie. Do a quick, you got 10 minutes. Do a quick movie. Oh, movie. no, it's not even like a big week. Um, yeah. Phil, what'd you think of Green Room? Uh, oh, I like Green Room a lot. Green Room was really yeah, good. Yeah, I saw yeah you too. just saw it too. Huh? Yeah, I talked about that a couple weeks ago. That's fantastic. It's really tight. Yeah, we're not getting out into the backwoods yet, but uh, my sister just saw it recently. She's in Toronto as well. Oh, yeah. She's just like, oh my God, you have to see this movie. Yeah, it's really, really strong. There is a point where I just, I wanted the movie to end so bad. Yeah. But I loved it. I didn't want that, but at the same ruling. time i was like oh my god yeah i get it stop it's, yeah. yeah it's really good i mean it's not like um it doesn't have like the depth of the witch but it is like uh you know it feels like a really really good early john carpenter movie or something like that. i actually I like, oh, okay cool i saw it with uh with shack oh yeah uh, there's a person who um who gets a, a machete to the neck yeah and uh he pointed out that he looks like someone that i've, I've had a point of contention with oh. in my life well, um and i was like oh 10 out of 10 best movie <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you, well, really you like would give it a 10 out of 10 wouldn't you <laughs> really there's a guy that looks like jordan <laughs> you gotta watch it again. <laughs> oh man oh, uh, not All surprised right. that so yeah no this um this week yeah no the big uh release this week is money monster um it's like a which i've heard nothing about and is apparently this huge cat and blah 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 yeah. and I heard nothing about the movie until like two days yeah ago. it's a big dumb uh, high concept thriller like phone booth or something where like George Clooney plays a, like uh, like TV stock tip guru uh, a really sleazy mm -hmm. drunken jerky one and uh, as George Clooney is wont to do and uh, Julia Roberts plays his director who's like his conscious in his ear and uh, yeah they are you know, the it sort of plays out in real time, starting with an episode about this company that he recommended the week before that recently lost eight hundred million dollars. And then this guy shows up who lost his whole life savings bleeding the tip with a gun and he puts George Clooney in a in a in, puts straps a bomb to George Clooney and holds him hostage, demanding the CEO come on TV and explain his actions. So it works as a like 
as a like really like stupid silly thriller i actually found it rather funny um you guys don't worry about what we're doing don't worry what we're doing no he's uh <laughs> he just sent me a sticker because we've been fighting. I see. I that was see. a little hug. Okay, fair enough. Sticker. Fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. So, uh, how delightful. You. You've sent me that sticker. That's insincere. <laughs> um, <laughs> that sticker. I sent everyone that sticker. Yeah, yeah. I just want it known. That wasn't a personalized sticker. That's his go-to. <laughs> sticker. So anyway, uh, Money Monster is... Uh, yeah, like it... it Jodie Foster directed it, who's actually not a, as bad as a director as one might gather. She's gotten okay, and it has a good um, sense of humor about itself that I enjoyed, and that like it knows how stupid it is. The problem is that it's also trying to make grandiose statements about Wall Street, and it well, is. Well, of course it is. It's yeah, a George Clooney. Movie. Yeah, yeah, and it's not, and they're not particularly deep, and it's hard to take any of that stuff seriously. So, like, I recommend it as a big stupid movie, but anytime anyone tries to do anything remotely smart within it is a waste of everyone's time. And, uh, yeah, so if you feel like going and mildly laughing at something, go for it. Um, if you'd rather just watch something either good or bad, don't waste your time. Awesome. Thank you, Phil. No problem. <laughs> anything else you see? Well, uh, well, I'm worried that if I talk again, you'll do everything you can to distract me. <laughs> I'm so not I can't doing put anything. Two sentences, uh, he's so a I'm real bastard, that Bjorty, isn't he? Well, I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> on that note, actually, you know what? I'm going to do one quick little plug for something. What? Okay. Um, since this is a comics gaming, it's called Pixels and Ink. That's true. Um, I haven't started reading it yet because Shaq's lending me the first issue, but I just picked up the second issue of X-Men 92. Oh, cool. Uh, and essentially, it's 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 X-Men done in the style of the 1992 run. Oh, cool. Uh, right so, yeah, so, but, like, yeah. current stories? Uh, I, yeah, they're new stories. It's just oh, they're done in the cool. art style. So I'm really excited I to start reading that. that. That's fun. Yeah. That sounds awesome. And uh, I'm also, I got, I finally picked up issue three of uh, the new Carnage. Oh yeah, uh, comic nice. and uh, it's 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 really good. I really recommend. Really? Yeah, a carnage story. Yeah, it's, is really good. In this yeah, episode. well, I mean, what, the way it is, imagine Alien. And I'm a '90s. Yeah, guy, no, like imagine imagine right. Alien. I like Carnage though. That's like a big thing for me. So Everyone like, likes uh, it's it's sort of like Carnage is this like monster that like. These people are like trapped in a. It's it's really good. I recommend it. Oh, it's like a horror story. So it's like yeah, Alien, but yeah. with Carnage. Yeah. So like, uh, I'll do like a quick rundown synopsis of the yeah. thing. Uh, carnage. Uh, like from his original killing spree there's one person that survived right. um, and he wants to kill them and like the military wants to catch Cletus Gassidy because he's a dickbag um, so they set up this trap to try to like catch him and everything goes horribly wrong and everyone is trapped in a uh, in this like cavern with with carnage right. and Eddie Brock is there and he has the toxin um, symbiote but that's like under that the government can control it or something like that. So, like, there's these people who are trapped with two symbiotes, essentially. Uh, so it's, like, super tense. And uh, I'm on issue three, finally. I, it took me a while to pick it up. Um, I think they're already on issue seven. Cool. So uh, if you guys want to read a pretty pretty intense comic, uh, I really recommend that one. Yeah, uh, while we're on the comic note, I got a little late to the party kind of thing. Um, Grant Morrison's Nameless um, yeah. is something I just picked up. And it is friggin' awesome. I've heard good things. Um, if, if anybody loves any like Lovecraftian horror or dead space it's a perfect combination of both of those things uh the art's fantastic i mean it's grant morrison so it obviously it goes completely off the rails and it's a little weird um but yeah it's if you love you lovecraft want, yeah. or yeah dead space like pick it up it's from last year it's friggin awesome it's only six issues 
Cool. Awesome. I'll, that I'll sounds really a, cool. Keep an eye out for that. <laughs> yeah. But oh, and yeah, yeah, uh, Phil, get get on Irredeemable. It's a bit of a slog at some points, but like it's definitely worth checking out. Yeah, I'll definitely check out. Uh, I, I'll definitely check out Nameless. That sounds fantastic. Uh, Nameless is awesome. I do love yeah, Grant Morrison. But, I never even read that. Is that a recent one that came out this year? Or something? Uh, 2015. So cool. yeah, I think it finished like late last year, and then um, yeah, there's like a graphic novel or a compendium kind of thing going on. Right cool. Now, I'm so. gonna make a note to check that down myself. All right. All right, Cody, take us home. Yeah, so on that note, uh, thank you for listening, everyone. I know this was a long one, but yeah. we made it through together as a team. Uh, don't forget to check out CG Magazine. We're on Magster, Flipster, Pocket Mags. We're also physically in Chapters in, in Indigo and uh, Multipages. Um, don't forget to check out CGMagOnline.com for my review of Uncharted 4 and Battleborn. And... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and Phil's review of Moneyball. And uh, am, am I missing anything new that's, that's uh, supposed to come I, up? My review of Space Food Truck came Space out Space Food Truck ago. is up. Uh, did you do anything, Quinn? Uh, no, God, I haven't really done anything. I had a big rant about Battlefield 1, but I just I couldn't. I like editing more than I like writing now. Well, that's that's fair. I, I, I've, been, I've been partaking in, uh, in editing lately, and I've been liking it a lot, too. I get it. Anyway, uh, don't forget to check us out uh, on Twitter at CGMag Online. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash comicsgamingmagazine. We're also on YouTube, CGMag Online. Uh, don't forget to check... My my. YouTube? My Facebook, my Twitter, my Twitter. What is that noise? <laughs> don't worry about it. it. Just pigeon attacks finally oh happen. No, there's like a noise coming <laughs> through, and I'm not sure if it's actually pick up on the thing. No, it's no? not. Don't okay, worry about so um, <laughs> I'm on Twitter at Cody underscore Orm Jordan. I'm also on Twitter at Ninja Jordan underscore. You can also find me on YouTube at Ninja Reviews. Phil, I'm uh, at that Phil Brown on the Twitters. And uh, just Phil Brown in real life. <laughs> and uh, Brendan, do you have a... Uh... Uh, I don't do the whole Twitter thing. 140 characters is not enough for my rage. <laughs> All right, awesome. And uh, if you guys missed out uh, earlier in the podcast, don't forget to go to comicbento.com and use the promo CGMAG in all caps, and you can get $5 off a Comic Bento subscription. That is a big old box of comics that comes to you every that's month. That's true. We can do um, that. Yeah, and uh, that's going to be pretty awesome. Thank you for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week. Later. See you later.